Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back. We bring the heat. Gavin's still in a dorm building. He's just he's made the choice to piss everyone off. And I respect that. It's gonna be the first time I've spoken to anyone in this hall. Yeah, you're gonna have to bring them a cardboard box full of loose coronas. I'm literally gonna like deny and deflect any accusations yeah you're gonna have to tell them we in fact do not bring the heat i don't i don't know what you've heard (laughs) when in reality we do bring the heat we honestly we bring it on an unprecedented amount of heat you know this is how i'm gonna bring up the audience count they're gonna be like why did you shout that and i'd be like just look up old videos on youtube yeah and leave a comment, and I'll let you know. Not gonna, yeah. I'm not trying to flex or anything, but our last episode got 185 views. I don't, yeah. Anyway, uh, like and subscribe and comment, all that stuff. Uh, share the show with a friend, blah, blah, blah. You get the drill. Um, Especially you, Joe Biden. Yeah, we talked about Dark Brandon in this episode. Talked about just, like, the weirdly good things Joe Biden has been doing, which, like, have been surprising to, to me, at least. Just, like, good things. Like, just, just good things. Apparently, the government can do good things. This is the first I've heard of this crazy radical idea. Yeah. And we talked about Twilight, the third one, the Eclipse, the one where the sun's blocked out or whatever. Um, the worst Twilight movie so far, I would say. So, you know, you want to skip around, skip us to a certain topic, do that if you want. You know, can't wait to get to a certain topic. Whatever. I guess. You know, do it a, if you want. Out of random... At a random point in this video, we read off our credit card numbers. Um, yeah, so you might so want to listen to the around. whole show. You might want to listen to the whole thing. Yeah, we we did uh, give away $10,000 in crypto. Um, so you want to yeah. listen so you can, you know, grab that. Um, you know, by yeah. now it could grow to as much as $9,000 in crypto. You know, I'm not going to say we're going to give you $10,000, but I'm going to say you could get $10,000. There is a chance. There is a chance. There is there is at least a 0% chance. Yeah. Yeah. Can't. Yeah. I mean, mathematically, that is a true statement. Yeah, it was. Anyway, <laughs> let's jump into it. So I want to start with a brief PSA. I don't know yeah. if you've seen anything about this. Uh, I only found out about it last night. So... This was sent to me. I didn't like stumble across it organically, but like apparently like one of the new like the newest dumb trend is cooking chicken marinated in NyQuil. I saw that. Uh, I think was it on um, Snapchat? Like, I don't know why I use Snapchat's fucking whatever, but um, yeah, I don't I don't like it. It's dumb. It's so bad. It's like not even good stuff it's mostly just like what do you think about this person and i'm like i don't i don't care well it's because it's made for middle schoolers and high schoolers because it's snapchat true yeah but yeah apparently people are marinating chicken in nyquil and then why cooking that i can't imagine it tasting very good no like i mean i would imagine it's some drug thing right it's it's gotta be that but I don't see how, like, I don't see how that's the best way to do it. Like, like I guess some mix people it with vodka. I get some people like take Ny- take Nyquil recreationally, right? Like to get high or so, whatever. 
But like, when I, there's uh, got to be simpler okay. ways to do it. So I know I just said mix NyQuil with vodka. Don't actually do that. Yeah, don't do uh, that. I would like to. I would like to very much cover my ass here. Don't don't do that. That's that's dumb. Um, but it seems like like maybe make Jello. That yeah, seems I, like a or just immensely it. better thing. Just take it like the way God intended. Like yeah, it comes in I a mean, bottle and everything. Because you and I both know, being very religious men, that God made you know Adam, Eve, and Nyquil in that yeah. order. Yeah, those are the so, three genders. Those are the th- <laughs> those are the three gender. I identify as Nyquil. But yeah, I, you know, I'll have an article from TMZ linked about this in the description if you want to read more about it. Um, but I just wanna I wanna use my platform to say don't, don't. do that. Don't Stop. do that. If you're thinking about doing that, don't. And I'm pretty sure NyQuil has like alcohol, like amount of alcohol in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that- I, I was reading about it, and apparently, like, once you marinate the chicken, like if if you were to like expose that to enough heat to cook the chicken, it would like vaporize the NyQuil, and then you'd breathe yeah. it in, and it would like literally kill you. <laughs> I. Death by chicken, technically, but not in like the way you would expect. It's not like someone didn't make it correct. I mean, okay, yeah. obviously someone didn't make it correctly, but it's not like you didn't cook it correctly. It's literally that you burned off chemicals that denatured and then you inhaled them and died. Yeah, you might as well just like marinate it in lighter fluid, like at that point. <laughs> like, honestly, like, like I, I'll say the same thing that I said in my Shirley Temple uh, stand up and cheer review. Uh, you should do something more uh well i'll change the wording you should do something more constructive like eat gum off the sidewalk than than eat chicken marinated in nyquil what are you what are you doing i'm researching this so because i can see you're like leaned into your laptop yeah so like i have it so interesting thing i just realized my computer can do two things at once it can do discord and google really and that, I can split That must the be screen. one of those advanced features. Man, like, it's great. Um, so this thing, the source is Reuters. Um, it says, even if you don't eat chicken, eat the chicken, inhaling the medication vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drug to enter your body. It could also hurt your lungs. Uh, it's not the first time the FDA has warned against social media. Of course. Challenges. So it's allegedly a social media challenge yeah yeah that, that's why i say it's the newest dumb challenge that's so i'm not insulting chicken this way that's that's my bottom line yeah. an animal died an animal <laughs> fucking died for this yeah that's a waste of good meat like how like i i'm not one to get offended easily but yeah. how fucking dare you well not to repeat myself but there's no way that that tastes good Really? You think, Alex? You think I mean, that like I know I'm stating the Nyquil obvious. May, might not taste good. Look, I get I'm stating the obvious right now, but that's like within already stating the obvious that you shouldn't marinate chicken in Nyquil. Yet here we are. I mean, yeah. I mean, so like I've heard of people, like for instance, myself, uh, cooking chicken with like bourbon. Yeah, you know, like but that's what like food. normal people. Yeah. Like cooking but, a food in a drink. Like that's 
That's foul. But even then, I'm not marinating it in bourbon. Yeah. You know, so, if you want an alternative to NyQuil for, for your uh, chicken marinade, um, I suggest like Italian dressing, like Olive Garden Italian dressing, you know, something that's technically edible, something that is a food product and not medicine, yeah. something I, I that's like not a drug. I just don't like what's next, marinating your chicken in fucking Tide Pods. <laughs> I guess. Don't do that if you're listening, by the way. Do you think do you think in like like fifteen years, um do do you think it'll be like nostalgic and retro to eat Tide Pods again? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> well, like No, I don't, Alex. You know well, why? Because that would also mean by like by extension by extension, going to the hospital would also be nostalgic. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when it comes to, like, um, you know, nostalgic and or retro stuff, like, the discourse surrounding that is generally, like, post, like, 2000s. There's not really much in terms of, like, nostalgic, like, like pop culture, you know? Because starting around the 2010s-ish, it was really big to be like into like the 80s and 90s like like 80s and 90s nostalgia kind of like shaped the 2010s yeah so like you know that's caused a lot of people to say there's not really gonna be a a throwback you know in like 2030 like what is the throwback gonna be the throwback to the 80s well, here's what here's my theory on this because I've actually I've thought about this. Well, well hold on, Unlike, can I finish up my thing? So that's no. all to say that I think the throwback will just be eating Tide Pods. Like that's all that will be left. You see, I I think our generation's in a very interesting situation where we can like Google anything from the last 40, 50 years. Fuck it. From the last 100 years, Mm -hmm. we can go back and look at trends and see what was popular back in 1922. Yeah. Um, And so I think technically, or not not even technically, I just think like people are finding things online from other decades that they think are cool and bringing them back because we have access to information. Yeah. And it's not a new thing to be be clear. Um, But, you know, there's a lot less... um, like cultural cohesion because we don't listen to radio anymore. So we don't all have like the same general music taste. I mean, maybe like on a road trip, but like, because honestly, if I have a playlist set up, I get kind of bored of the playlist and I want to be surprised by a song that I haven't thought of listening to. Yeah. I mean, sure. But but in that situation, most people will just like use spoofy. Hmm. Use spoofy. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, They'll just use like a Spotify, like, um, yeah. like I made for you from mix. the Game Grumps, by the way. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, but like Spotify, like puts together like mixes with like new music and stuff that you like, um, title yeah. does the same thing mm-hmm. and it's like catered and like, it's like tailored to your preferences. So it's yeah. not like radio where it's just like fucking whatever. Yeah. So like, that's what most um, people will do. And like Grandpa. I get that. I just I just I just have a thing against like subscription payment for stuff. Yeah. Except for Paramount Plus. That's it because it's only because I love Star Trek. 
that's it. It's only because Star Trek is my thing. And like I tried a free trial of Spotify and I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. And then it ran out and was like, fuck you. And I was like, I, I won't die without this. Yeah. If I want to listen to a song, I'll either listen, uh, excuse me, I'll either listen to it on YouTube or I'll um, buy it on uh, iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't so, like how uh, subscription models have taken over so many things. Yeah, it's just a really good money siphon and I'd prefer just to own the music. Yeah. Yeah, but the the problem is under capitalism, you know, the people selling the stuff don't want to like have you own it. They'd rather you, you see it with so many well, things. Let me let me be clear. I don't like own the Beatles catalog. Yeah. I bought the you know you, the Beatles you catalog. You buy a license have, to download I and listen to it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Have the right to be like, "Oh yeah, Blackbird, that was me." Yeah, unless you have it like uh I think we're talking about two different things. Oh, I mean like and I can't like go to an event and play Beatles music. Yeah, you don't have the rights. Consent. That would be I don't a have lot the more. rights to it and yeah. make mo- I don't let me also be clear, I don't have the rights to make money off of it. I can play it in public. But if I'm making money off yeah. of it, that's where there's there's an issue. Yeah. But no, what I mean um, is like yeah, they they don't want to sell you like they don't want you to buy something from them they want you to like rent something which is basically what a subscription is you're renting it for the month um Mm -hmm. and you see that with like adobe products and like microsoft office you used to be able to just buy it outright microsoft office used to come with windows but now it's like an annual subscription um but anyway don't marinate chicken and nyquil and cook it moral of the story don't marinate yeah yeah don't marinate chicken and nyquil i i think that's a fair statement yeah, if you want an alternative, uh, use Italian dressing, use fucking, I don't know, Thousand Island dressing, whatever whatever thing you like, marinate it in that. Marinate it in ketchup for all I care. You know, That'll I be better than back, NyQuil. I love how back in the 50s and 60s, they were like, wow, by the 2020s, we'll have flying cars, cure for cancer, unified worlds, yeah. end of hunger. And I'm like, nah, bitch, I'm marinating chicken and NyQuil to potentially maybe get high or I could die. Yeah, I don't even hold on. I'm going to scan through the article real quick. I'm going to see if I can find just a reason. Just <laughs> just anything. Just any reason. Any cause. Um so this is from the article. It sounds as disgusting as it is dangerous. Uh quote unquote sleepy sleepy chicken is what it's called. Some people say it helps with cold symptoms. Duh. Just just take the NyQuil. If, okay, even if, like, for some reason you have, like, an issue with maybe the, the consistency or the taste of NyQuil, just, like, mix it with Sprite or something. Yeah. Now, this is a TMZ article, so it's mostly pictures, so it's kind of light on information. So maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's uh, some yeah. grand also, goal like, that they have. Maybe maybe it tastes great. I don't I'm, know, but it's not worth also, it. I don't like intensely trust TMZ to give me the full, the full tea on this. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's like when um remember when CNN said this was a, a symbol of white power. Oh yeah, the the and okay by the way, I'm making thing. the okay symbol. Yeah, the okay symbol. And it's funny because like I did this all the time just to like denote to people that like oh everything's good, everything's okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. If and it the, was like a, I don't know if it happened before or after that, but it did actually sort of become a white supremacist like dog whistle 
for a little bit. I don't think it's well, used it was so a much game. anymore. Have you seen the, um, oh God, what is it? It's Malcolm in the Middle. I'm familiar with the show, but I haven't seen it. They, in the, in the show, and I'm not sure if this was a thing before this, because this is a 90s, early 2000s show, but um, they had this game where you had to do the OK symbol below the waist, and if someone oh, saw the- it, then you get to punch them. Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows about that. I didn't yeah. know that that was from Malcolm in the Middle. I- I'm not sure if it is from Malcolm It might in the be Middle, older than that. Frankly. I don't know. I, I'm not sure either, but like, I, I don't, I don't, like, I, I, it may have been the left trying to weaponize something. I don't know. I don't know. And frankly, I don't fucking care. But definitely um, the okay hand gesture, it's not primarily a white supremacist thing. And if it, I mean, it, it was like white supremacists used it to say white power, but I, I'm, I would I don't know, but I would bet money that it came after that CNN article. Yes. I I mean, I would agree I think with that. I think it's kind of like the let's go Brandon thing, because like they're yeah. not that creative. Like they only no. like they only take stuff that like other people have like made up like the white power thing or like the let's go Brandon thing. Right, like it's, like like it's, a, re- a reporter mistakenly hears "Let's go, Brandon," and then they're like, "Let's use that to say fuck Joe Biden." Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. I anyway, don't, don't marinate space. chicken in Nyquil. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Anyway, um, I want. I do recommend if you can find if you can make a good marinade, that's actually food for food. Then marinate chicken that way. Yeah, you know, get creative with your recipes, but not that creative. Come on, bro. Come yeah, on. Come maybe on. think a little bit more inside the box. Yeah. You know, there's a reason that yeah. the box is there. You know, you can explore outside of it a little bit, but you know, let's just, just make sure it's food. Let's like, keep our heads like, wow. on. If you're like, wow, cinnamon is awesome on chicken, then do that because it's fucking cinnamon. But don't eat a spoonful of cinnamon. Yeah. A spoonful of cinnamon does not make the medicine go down. It does. It really doesn't. It, it does quite it the really opposite. It doesn't. Actually, in fact, yes. Yeah, I would. It say also so. will if you inhale it, it will coat your lungs and kill you. Yeah, you so, will die. Like it is. You will, in fact, extremely dangerous. Yeah. Also yeah. hydrophobic. So. Yeah. She. Um, yeah. Anyway, I want to talk about this article from Forbes. I saw it mentioned in a TikTok earlier, and like it's actually like a pretty substantive, interesting article. Uh, it's so it's from Forbes. The headline is, Can Employee Ownership Save Capitalism? And it is an article sort of exploring a different kind of business model. One where instead of having like a single owner at the top or like a like a, a group, of, a like small a of group directors. of shareholders. Yeah. Like a board of directors that just owns everything. Yeah. Instead of having like one person or a small group of people at the top who own the company and reap all of the profits... Uh, instead of that model, this one is centered around employees having the ownership and you know sharing the ownership. And you get you basically have a higher like stake in the company the more you know you contribute. You know some okay. something along the lines of uh, from each according to their ability. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, the idea is that. The way that things are is not sustainable. Like they, we are, we are 
facing economic uh, collapse if we don't, you know, basically change a lot of the the ways that we do things. Hey, Alex, you're forget- forgetting. If we face, we, because we've faced economic collapse before, we just need to get into another war. Yeah, of course. We need, we need, um, we need, oh, what's, 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 what's the, what's the term that I'm thinking of? A government bailout? Uh, or I don't know, like a military industrial complex? Which is kept running by the government spending money and pumping money. it into the industry and wall street would have collapsed a long time ago had the government not pumped a bunch of money into it a bunch of public funds Ooh, yeah almost like it's almost like the government accumulated wealth from the people right bear with me Mm. and and then they they took that wealth, liquid they, wealth. They they, they took they, from each according to their ability, uh, parentheses, to pay uh, in terms of pay. taxes, and then gave uh, to corporations and uh, you know military contractors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, to now, each according so, to their uh, need or you know I, want I, uh, slash greed. I actually watched the uh, Knowing Better video about like the bailout, about the recession, and like do I inherently disagree with how like we had to solve the situation yeah i do i don't think it was right compared to the alternatives was it better oh yeah yeah no that is true that is true it it, simultaneously it's a bad thing that we did that and also it would have been worse if we didn't yeah it's kind of a uh, lose-lose situation which is unfortunate i think that there should have been like a stipulation that like the government saying like hey we're gonna give you taxpayer money and listen look at me give me your eyes you are going to do with this money what we tell you to do with this money yeah i mean at that point why not just nationalize these institutions well because that's just not how we work because <laughs> we don't because it's not the way that it is so it can't be well the government doesn't produce anything but why not it could um but anyway i, mean, I want to get back to the core of yeah, this article. sorry so basically yeah. the way that we're doing things now under capitalism isn't <clears throat> really working uh we're having a lot of you know wealth disparity money is essentially being siphoned away from the working class and towards a small group of owners you know the people that own the 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 means of production the and the um you know the 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 essential services that keep the world running basically yeah so you know this article lays out how in the traditional american business model you know you work for a company and you get whatever amount per hour and you don't really have the ability to save a bunch of money you can't really you know, have a sizable retirement fund unless you're lucky enough to have like a 401k or something like that, which a lot of people yeah. don't. A lot of people well, just don't have that. It's funny about 401ks too, because like it used to be just like pensions. Pensions were the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then companies were like, uh, I don't want to spend so much money on people. How about I put all this money into the fucking market yeah. and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's, it's um, all based on gambling. I mean... In a very so it's it's technically in a literal sense very, it is centered around gambling. I wouldn't say that because at least with like so with gambling it's like 
there's a very, very good chance you'll just lose your money. But with, uh, at, at least with like putting the money into the market, at least the market trend tends to go up over time. Except for when down. it doesn't. Except for when it doesn't, but yeah, well, we can go okay, off so trends, what, and at least what there are risk, indicators that we can tell. What what risk uh, percentage does it have to be to become gambling then? Because that's the this that's the distinction you're drawing. With, 50-50. with gambling, you're likely to lose. With investment, you're likely to make a profit. With investment, you're uh, you see even that. What if you invest likely? in a company that's likely to fail? Is that gambling? I mean, it's taking a risk, and I guess in a colloquial sense, yes, that's gambling. But yeah, that's the point that I'm least, making. But at, but at least there are indicators that are like if you're a shareholder, you're privy to information about how the business is running, and oh, you sure. can make decisions. You can make decisions I, based on that. I could be good um, at poker and make decisions based on you know the expression on the other guy's face. It's still gambling. But that's it's different in the sense that. Uh, like I get what you're saying, but I disagree with what you're saying. I mean, you can split hairs about it, but like, like you get what I'm getting at, right? There's a complete, in my opinion, there's a completely different context surrounding both of those things. Okay, what I what I'm getting at is that your retirement shouldn't depend on the chance of the govern or the of the economy continuing to have the line go up or not. You know what I mean? Like, if a bunch of bankers fuck up the economy again. Like you should still be able to live past 60 is kind of where I'm going with it. Um, so this article from Forbes I, I lays agree out with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I don't think that's a radically socialist take the idea that you should have money past the age of 65. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And it shouldn't be based on like the chance of a stock going up or down. Like you said, it, it used to be just pensions, right? So anyway, yeah. with, so this article lays out, hmm. you know, the details of this this radical, new, unthought of business model where employees are they they share ownership of the company that they work for. How do they get ownership? Um, I mean, are you they can just given ownership, or are they do they pay for it? Um, I don't think it lays out like that like exact mechanism like the exact way that they obtain the ownership i it seems to me that they like collectively sort of buy out the company i from you know whatever owner um i don't know like the exact minutia of that um but the uh, the author interviewed uh two people that are basically experts in this field uh, and it's a yeah. good article. You should definitely check it out if you're interested. Link in description and all that. Um, but I have some snippets from the article that I want to highlight. Uh, in talking to the authors, they highlighted the contrast between employee-owned companies and the traditional model of economic growth. The traditional model, they point out, quote, has divided labor and capital. The providers of capital get well rewarded when their investments pay off and absorb the risk if they don't. Everyone else relies on their wages and what they and what they can save. Inequality is built into this model, and some inequality may be necessary to provide incentives for risk-taking. Um, so that basically, that part lays out how, like... Like the model where like an owner owns a company and you work for them, like the idea of that industry profit or that company profiting while your wages stay the same, like that's kind of that yeah that's inequality me, that's by design. Yeah, and you know you can say it's good or bad; mm -hmm. it's still inequality. 
Well, and and like I agree with like saying from an outside perspective that's inequality. Um, but like in terms of like, how well, like I, I said, you can it, say it's good or bad. I just view it at I could I just view it as like that's just that's just how they did it. That's just how it is. Sure, I mean, I mean it is. Employees did sign a contract. Um, I'm not saying that they don't deserve the money. That's not well. What what's saying, the what's the alternative to signing that contract? Quitting. Quitting and then. Well, then that's not the company's concern. Sure, but then. Then you're a private individual. Then, you quit and then, what? You get a job somewhere else, or you die in the Presumably, street. you don't really Presumably. have many options. So you kind of have to sign a contract with some employer. And they probably yeah, use the this model. The cool thing is, this model isn't something that has to be built within a company because uh, yeah, and that's the point of this article. Yeah, you can just like penny stocks are a thing. Like you can just keep, like you can put away uh, however much of your paycheck that you can, and then buy stocks in the company. Unless you live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck and struggle to make ends meet. Of course, but like who? I mean, which a lot of be, people are in that situation. And the yeah, point might is be that very, um, the way that we very, do it puts people in that situation. This might be very rich white boy of me to say, but who doesn't have 25 cents? What is 25 cents going to get you, though? You can buy 25 cents worth of a stock. And then maybe someday, if you're radically lucky, it'll grow to 75 cents. Like, like is, that, is that the retirement plan? But like over time... That stuff, like it, it, it grows. may grow to fifty dollars. Yeah, but like also that's compounded interest as well. So like that fifty dollars, right? Sure. You put that fifty dollars back into buying more stocks. And yeah, it grows sure. Like if you that. know how to invest, or you know someone that can help you, if you have the means yeah. to do it, sure, it's a great thing to do. But it shouldn't be necessary to survive. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I mean, you could you could say, sure, you're living in poverty, but you could always buy a lottery ticket. Like it, it doesn't that's really different. remedy the situation. Alex, come on, that's different. I'm not saying it's the exact same thing, that's... but you get what I'm saying. You could always point to something that someone in poverty could do, but it still doesn't fix the situation. An individual yeah. solution is never going to fix a, st- a systemic problem. I mean, if a lot of individuals do it, yeah. Sure, I guess. But this is more of a, a systemic uh, conversation. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so uh, I'm just trying to remember where I am. So uh, the next part, uh, the next snippet from the article, uh, but Corey and John argue that, uh, quote, there's another model that eliminates the problem entirely, uh, you know, talking about the built-in inequality uh, once a company has been established, employee ownership enables people to become owners, not through their savings, parentheses, which with wages stagnant in real dollars since the 1970s, are rarely enough to accumulate sus- substantial ownership, parentheses, uh, but through their work. Companies share their ownership with employees as a benefit, and employees earn it through greater commitment and through contributing ideas to help their companies grow. In fact, the data shows decisively that companies owned by employees grow faster and provide vastly more wealth to their employees and communities than those not owned by employees. So, like, not only is it more fair, it's also just better for everyone involved. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, and it's a I'd more... Agree with that. It's like buying stocks and like, you know, whatever, whatever situ or uh, whatever solution you want to do at, at an individual level, like that's fine. 
like for you if you can do that but like it doesn't you know change the overall situation um yeah but this it's more of a it's less of a band-aid solution and more of like an actual fix for the issue uh yeah uh this is uh okay so this next quote is uh by the way, this is like a transcript from an interview. So the author asked the uh, these two people that he was talking to, these experts, um, to sort of compare and com- compare and contrast something like Walmart, which has that traditional model where it's like the owner on the top and the workers on the bottom, uh, to something like Publix, which is eighty percent owned by employees. Uh, so they said, if Walmart employees had the same kind of ownership that Publix employees do, the Walton family would still be quite wealthy, but the employees at Walmart would be too. Rather than all that wealth, more than the GNP of most countries going to one family, it would be shared more broadly, leading to stronger communities and more economically secure workforces. We might even see more of the kind of love for the company that Publix customers and employees are famous for. So it breeds, um, you know, not only better economic outcomes, but also just a better image. Because, like, everyone kind of hates Walmart. Like, they don't, like, they like, you know, cheaper stuff. But with, like anyone that has an opinion on Walmart when it comes to like that kind of stuff, it's never positive. You know, I equate like shopping at Walmart to like buying a pack of cigarettes. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't smoke, but if I did, I would be like, I disagree with this purchase, but I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, like I'm doing this because I have to. Maybe I'm not doing have this to, I'm but in like. College. The alternate, the alternative in the case of the the cigarettes metaphor is I go through withdrawals, and the alternative with Walmart is I spend Walmart more money, but I feel a little bit get, better about myself. And I get hungry sometimes, and Walmart has cheap food. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, besides, like, unless you have something like Publix in your area, like your alternative is just Walmart, but by a different name. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing about the system that, that I like is um, it makes like, for instance, if if your workforce owns most of the company, you're going to be a lot more concerned about your shareholders. Yeah, because be you lot, are the shareholder. You are the shareholders and it, it will force companies to be more honest with their employees and it would force uh, co- just companies to be more honest in general. Yeah. Every Walmart employee hates Walmart. Hates their life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're like fucking place fucking I hate these hours. I hate this pay. Mm -hmm. I hate that I have to buy penny stocks. I hate all of it. But like if you have like a stake in the company's success, like you kind of care like you're like, okay, I'm going to actually greet these customers. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I I want these shelves to be stocked because every time an item is sold, I get a little bit get a cut. Yeah, my my chair grows in wealth. Yeah, as opposed to now, where it's like, you know, if you're a Walmart employee and you have to let's say stock the shelves, right? It's like, yeah, I could stock the shelves, but who gives a shit? That requires effort. I get paid yeah. the same terrible amount per hour if I go out Regardless. and do that, or if, or if I, I just sit in my break. ass. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter unless you have like a gun to your head, like Amazon employees, and you're like okay. rated on your efficiency. Yeah, and it's like really you don't give a shit Amazon. about getting it done in a timely manner. Well, it's really sad about Amazon because you get like actual fit people, like fit adults who are healthy, 
who go to work for Amazon and within like six to eight months, their knees are shot. Yeah. Yeah. That job just ruins you. It fucking ruins you. Seemingly more than other warehouse jobs, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, because they have like the equivalent of an airport for their fucking. That's true. Yeah. They have like mile wide, multi mile wide facilities. Yeah. So like with like a single bathroom. Eight to ten miles a day. Yeah. Every for five days straight. Yeah. Sometimes even a week straight. And you have to walk like two miles to the bathroom and you have eight seconds to do it. Oh, and your lunch is only a half hour. Yeah. Uh, but also you have to walk an hour to the break room. You have to walk 1.4 miles to the break room. Yeah. Um. By the way, I was, oh, I forget what it, oh, it was a video about logical fallacies from this, uh, this guy on YouTube. Uh, he was talking about a Joe Rogan segment with Ben Shapiro going over logical fallacies. But oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Beat. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. He's good. I like him. Yeah, um, yeah, I liked the video. But he he was talking about he mentioned billionaires, and this is like a complete aside. Like this doesn't have to do with the article. But he described yeah. Jeff Bezos as on the left, and I thought that was hilarious. Like I don't know much about his like his politics beyond the fact that he's the owner of Amazon. But like, I, I mean, also I think it's probably prudent for him and his stock shares to remain very. Yeah. He, he probably about. believes in whatever sells the best. Um, but on, on the left for him probably just means he doesn't actively hate gay people. But I, I just thought probably. that was funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it seems like this is stacking up to be a pretty good business model. Um, and wait, Alex, it's almost like, it's almost like you're saying when people actually participate in capitalism, it works. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to get to that because what you said is an interesting thing. I'm, I'm going to get to that when I, uh, when I read these, after I read these next couple paragraphs. So this next part is about how like currently companies are mostly just worried about like short-term gains and they don't really think about the long-term uh so from the article but but public companies as operated today necessarily focus on the very short term to satisfy their investors who are less who are less like real owners than people betting on short-term movements and stock prices the number of public companies has shrunk and many larger companies are choosing to stay private all of these companies public and private alike would much would be much stronger if they shared ownership with employees widely and in large amounts in large enough amounts to create a standing interest in the long term. And I noted uh, this exact issue that's described here is why Warner brothers discovery is cannibalizing HBO max. Like I'm, I'm, I was kind of kicking myself for not mentioning it when we were talking about that. Yeah. The big reason that Warner brothers discovery was like, not giving a shit about like let's say putting out the Batgirl movie which could have made a profit um or like keeping stuff up keeping the the general goodwill that they had with HBO Max like the reason that they're willing to throw that all out is because they're not actually concerned with long-term consequences they're just interested yeah. in making their next quarter a bit more profitable than the last one yeah because so, shareholders like that. Because shareholders like that. But if it was, if it's it like if followed- people are divesting right now from Netflix, hmm? and it's really funny because like Netflix's sharehold is like really dropping. Yeah. Um, 
especially because you can't just you can't just throw money at creativity and expect something good exactly yeah um it, that's not how it works yeah but uh, if, if these companies were owned and run by people that actually give a shit like they would maintain hbo max they would like keep it going because it's ve- it was very popular people just liked hbo max because it just yeah. had a lot of good stuff and it was like good for the money um but then they just decided to nuke the entire thing because the, the i think the new ceo of warner brothers discovery was from discovery so he kind of didn't want to like work off of the warner brothers stuff he was like, let's just scrap all of it and start over. They're actually going to start over uh, with their with their streaming stuff. Like that's yeah. that's how much they don't give a shit about like the art or even just the sustainable model. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the the last part that I want to read from the article. Uh, so this is the uh, the author of the article asking this question. Uh, People see the economy as increasingly unfair, and that seems to be fueling social distrust and anger. How would employee ownership help? And then the the two experts uh, say two ways. First, it would lessen wealth and security substantially. Uh, ESOP participants, which ESOP, uh, hold on, that means that means, hold on, hold on. It means I should have written this down. Um, It's employee something thing of whatever hold on on, i'll just control f oh uh employee stock ownership plan uh so okay uh it would it would lessen wealth and security substantially employee stock ownership plan participants have about three times the retirement assets of employees and companies with other retirement plans and 50 percent of private sector workforce is in no plan at all Insecurity breeds fear and distrust. Second, ESOP companies tend to be very highly participative in their management style. People work with one another across job titles, functions, uh, learning to trust one another, listen and work together. That helps to build social trust. So basically what we've already laid out, it just makes people care about their workplace. Mm -hmm. So if if I were to sum it up very, very succinctly, if I were to just if I were to just put it into a few words, it would it would sound something like this. Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits, Benefits everybody. everybody. Hurts, Hurts nobody. nobody. So yeah, that's that's basically it. And um yeah, this is being pitched as basically a way to save capitalism, which is it similar to the New Deal. Uh it is something that basically saves the capitalist system mm-hmm. by doing socialism. Well, that's the thing, though, um, because you own a share in the company, but that doesn't mean you own a part. Like it means you. It means you own, own a part of the company. A part of the company, but you can't just waltz on into a building and say, "I'm a shareholder. I own this." You still don't own the means of production. So the next like twelve minutes was spent arguing about the semantics of whether or not this is socialism. I, I was kind of hardline saying that it was socialism. I could have been more nuanced about it. It's kind, it's still capitalism, but like, I, if I if if we were to have the discussion now, I would say it's 
capitalism, but moving towards socialism. It's one of the most socialist things you can do while still being under capitalism. But anyway, yeah, a lot of it was arguing about semantics. I don't know if either of us really knew enough about this particular situation to talk about it that much. You know, we got really into the weeds. So I'll just skip that because it was kind of kind of lengthy, kind of kind of dragged on. Um, but anyway, jury's out on you know how much this is socialism, how much it's capitalism. I mean, any economic system is going to be somewhere in the middle. You know, we we don't have pure capitalism now. I don't know if any place has had pure capitalism before, and I think Gavin would agree with that. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of cutting ahead skipping ahead a little bit for time and content so sorry anyway the point that i want to make is this is a good thing this I yeah agree this, with it. this is I a like good it. a good thing it's a good business model um i mean good in the sense that it is beneficial to the to people everyone. involved yeah uh any eco- in economics good can often mean profitable um, which it might be more profitable to the owner, the singular owner, you know, like if you're the Walton family, like it mm-hmm. is technically more profitable and therefore good in economic terms to stay privately owned. Yeah. But if it's owned by the workers, you know, it's better. It's more good in the sense that more people benefit and less people fall through the cracks and like if you're working there you're not going to be living in poverty and that's that's good and this article is a great way uh it it does a great job of like conveying the message because it does put it all in a capitalist framework because like when you say like yeah we should do socialism most people think like oh so like we should have the government own everything and you know socialism is when venezuela and no iphone like that's what most like normies think like yeah. socialism is when no iPhone and the less iPhone you have, the more socialism you're doing. Like that's the way that yeah. most people think about it. But if you put it in this perspective of like, you know, talking about like quarterly growth or whatever the fuck, like if you frame it in the right way, it's it's like what I've been saying. If you take left wing issues and frame them in like a neutral way or like in a capitalist kind of way, most people agree with them. And and that's yeah. that's my basic thesis with this uh, with this segment. You own the original. Yeah, you own the original. You own the original Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I? Okay, look, this is already outdated. Like, what am I doing with part ownership of a company? Like, what does that mean? Uh, I should <laughs> I should own a digital representation yeah. of a PNG of a Walmart mm-hmm. building. Yeah, that's worth more. That's that, that's more publicly yeah. beneficial. Meanwhile, it's burning down the Amazon. Not <laughs> not the Amazon that I would want to burn down. Uh, yeah. The Amazon, the rainforest. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Long Amazon. Oops, NFT moment. Ha, ha. Um, anyway, God, this is going to be like a three-hour episode. Um, yeah. So I want to talk a bit about Dark Brandon. I've been teasing this. So Joe Biden has... Joe Brandon. Joe Brandon, President Brandon, has been a very interesting figure <laughs> to me lately. I love it. Yeah, love it. ever since, so great. even before he was elected. I love it. 
I was saying. Oh. Like, yeah, he's not going to do anything. He even said himself, fun- nothing will fundamentally change. He's not going to do anything to actually solve these systemic problems because there's too many people making money off of them and then giving him campaign contributions. Like, that's just how our political system works. So, well, I mean, I, he did put, he did reinvest a lot of taxpayer money into the IRS so that they can re up their uh, technology and ability to tax people. I will get to that because that, that is kind of what made me take a turn and like actually start to like Joe Biden. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect anything like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, he has basically done the bare minimum up to like, the the most the more recent months like more recent events so um first i want to touch on his social media presence a little bit um if you i don't know if you have the show notes doc open uh but it's the first um it, it'll be before on the second versus page. after hmm? social media presence before versus after yeah if you look at these two links uh the before link i have uh an older tweet uh from april uh, President Biden said, "In America, healthcare should be a right, not a privilege." That's from April fifth, and like, okay, he was tweeting a lot of stuff like this, a lot of like vague sentiment, like college shouldn't be as expensive as it is. But everyone is like, "Well, I mean, I have this linked, um, uh, from Brandon on Twitter at b r n d x q. I don't know how that's supposed to be pronounced, but he said uh, very famously, my brother in Christ, you are literally the president. Like what? Like everyone's general reaction was like, what are you doing? Just tweeting yeah. about this stuff. You should be actually fighting for it. But yeah. he wasn't yeah. doing that at the time. Um. So, you know, everyone was like, yeah, whatever. He's he's tweeting like. He's Gen- really old. He's generally saying good things that we agree with. It's it's like when your grandpa says something racist on Twitter. I, I mean, kind of. It's like it's like just uh, he's old. Yeah, I mean, at least these are good things. Like he's saying yeah. good things. He's saying like vaguely good. He's giving good sentiment generally, mm-hmm. but he's not it's really like doing when, anything to it's enact. It's like when it. someone says thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's like, more of an apt description. It's like when he's like, "Hey, thoughts and thoughts and prayers." Well, it's like the bit that we did last week, where it was like, "Yeah, if I could speak on behalf of America, I'd be like, damn, damn shit." shit. That's basically Ugh. what his presidency was. Yeah, he was like, "Shit, student loans, goddamn, uh, holy shit, shit." <laughs> someone, someone should do something about that. Man, this is getting out of control. I think that someone should probably S- someone should about. run for president and say that they're going to fix these gosh. issues. Yeah. Um but I I don't know what happened, but some at some point in the last few months, it's like a switch was flipped. Like one I saw someone on Twitter jokingly say, um goddamn, I'm so glad that they switched uh Biden from Indica to Sativa. <laughs> Because that was like when he started yeah. to like go after For Republicans sure. and stuff and mm-hmm. he would like go on the offense. But if you click on the after link, uh, this is a tweet from actually just yesterday, uh, September 20th. Can I can I read it? Can I? Yeah. Can I read it? <clears throat> There's too much dark money flowing in the shadows of our politics. Kind of sounds like you're doing the- a Nicolas Cage impression. I, you know, I could do a There's pretty too much good dark money case. flowing in the shadows of our politics. Our politics. Uh, the Dis- uh, Disclose Act ensures groups that 
run issue issue ads to influence elections will have to disclose contributions over $10,000 and any foreign entities uh, would be banned from making any contributions for these ads. Yeah. So that's like a that's a way better tweet because he's actually pointing to something concrete that he is doing. <laughs> but also, I feel like a lot of people read this and were like, wait, shit, what? They were allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? They didn't have to disclose how much. Wait, what? Yeah, China we have, could have easily terrible China campaign finance laws. Could have totally just bought ads to send to the United States. Yeah, we have codified corruption in this country. It is horrible. Um, but if this was like April Joe Biden, he'd be like. Yeah, someone should do something about all this dark money. Like someone should someone should call the president. But now he's <laughs> like, yeah, this is the act that it, that we are trying to get done. And if you if the Republicans out there vote against it, I want you to go I'm to their house them, and yeah. protest. Yeah. He's not saying that, so, but like he's he's actually going on the offense and he's pointing to concrete substantive actions. I have a theory on why he's becoming more outgoing. Yeah, so, it's because they switched um, him to sativa. Well, that and uh, <laughs> so uh, since the Mar-a-Lago raid on on Trump, uh, Trump's whole polling numbers among just Republicans has been going down pretty quickly. Um, and Joe Biden being a Democrat um, who famously won against uh, Donald Trump in 2020. Um yeah, what a I baller before, move, by the way. Well, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That, um, by the way, I want to I want to clarify. I want to clarify something. Uh, Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election. Now, the reason I, I, I say I, that, I think I think I know what you're going to say. The reason I say that is I started uploading this show to YouTube again, which, by the way, subscribe if you want, I guess. Um and I woke up this morning to a notification saying that our episode Lizzie's in a box in a box uh, was taken down due to a community guidelines violation regarding election misinformation because we talked about Tucker. She's Carlson. a monarch. We she wasn't elected. <laughs> we talked about Tucker Carlson talking about the election and how he said that it was the S word. Um, but I, I did end up appealing it and it did work out like it's it's up again and we don't we're not in trouble anymore but i just want to clarify if the ai that's, that's so running stupid. youtube is listening right now that's joe so biden stupid. won the 2020 presidential what? election that's a fact that is a fact, fact. that's just that's what fact. happened that's just in fact what happened but anyway since um i think so i think biden was before the raid was trying to at least trying to reach across the aisle to Republicans, even if it meant uh, being a bit more timid about his language that he says and stuff. Uh, and since we, we we're kind of seeing the downfall of the, the, the Trumpism uh, that's going on at the moment after the Mar-a-Lago raid. And uh, since Trump is being like sued by a lot of people. Yeah, he is um, in the middle of a lot of pending lawsuits. He is in Holy shit. He's in some shit. Most shit than a lot of people will ever be in their lifetime. Yeah, like and 
It's I wouldn't say it's great, but like it's funny because he's he, a former he's, president. Yeah, he yeah it's, he's the former president, and he is in more legal trouble than your entire bloodline, probably. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but now that Biden kind of sees that that the tide is shifting away from Trump, um, he's seeing not only uh the ability to be more outspoken about his policies, but also, uh, he, he's more able to show an alternative to people who are getting turned off by Trump. Yeah. Yeah, it's right? an interesting time. Be, right? And to be like, hey, this isn't just Democrat or Republican policy. This is just policy that works. Yeah. And also a lot of people, like I'd say most Democratic voters at least, but I, I would go as far as to say possibly most voters or most of the, the American public are just tired of standard politicians. You know, the people that point with their thumb like this. You know, people that say things like, my fellow Americans, I think college should be affordable and healthcare should be affordable, but I don't really have any concrete plans to make it affordable or even like something like like a free thing, whatever. And I will do the the bare minimum to get reelected and I will do everything to serve my donors. Like people are just tired of that. People are tired of phony politicians. Going off of that, I think that people are also on both sides of the aisle just getting really tired of the bandwagon yeah. of like being Democrat or being Republican. And I think that's something that, that Biden is at least trying to speak to. Yeah. That it's like, well, that's, like, that's what, again, I think I've said it Democrat, before. Um, there's Democrat, there's Republican, and then there's just legislation that works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I've said this before, but that's why um, like Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump were both very popular when they were running for kind of for the same reason but like opposite sides of it where like trump yeah. spoke to people's like like emotions kind of, like i don't want to say emotions because i feel like that kind of belittles it but he did speak to this like frustration where people were tired of standard politicians and they wanted just something different um on the republican side you know he he said like i'm gonna drain the swamp and all that Right. And that worked on people like even like my mom, who's like my mom is like generally liberal, but she kind of like she wasn't like on the Trump train for very long. But she was like, yeah, I like that. He's at least not like a a standard politician. I like that. He, you know, will you know, he's not like like he's he seems like a person, essentially. Um, But Bernie Sanders spoke to material needs. He was like Mm -hmm. this. This is a problem in America. You know, healthcare is a, a problem. People are dying because they can't afford to go to the hospital. And I'm going to do yeah. something about that. I am going to do everything in my power to pass Medicare for all. And that really, and, that spoke to a lot of, that resonated. And, you know, it's a shame that he, you know, didn't win the primary, but. Well, I think, I think uh, Sa- Bernie Sanders would have had the same issue that Trump kind of had. If you look at the Trump administration, not a whole lot of his in, uh, of his initial like aims were actually achieved. Um, mainly because it was very partisan and very uh, corrupt. Um, and so I think the same. I, I wouldn't say in terms of corruption, but I think the same thing would go with with Bernie. It would be so radical that you wouldn't be able to get anything passed especially with a medicare for all well how much do you know about his career in the senate it doesn't matter you still need the house and the senate to pass it no no like listen what do you You gotta get 
I mean, like, how much do you know about his career in the Senate? Because he is one of the most effective politicians. He's known as the Amendment King because he. That's cool. That's really cool. But if you're president, you're not in the Senate. No, no, like, listen to what I'm saying. Like, he will, like, I I don't want to say reach across the aisle because that's like when most people, when most Democratic politicians say they want to reach across the aisle, it just means they agree with Republicans. But he actually worked with a lot of Republicans to get good things passed. So he's not seen as like a, like a partisan figure. And that works when you're a Senator, right? But when you're president, especially uh, on the democratic ticket, it it's, it's like, Hey guys, how about universal, like a Medicare for all plan? The answer is just no from the Republicans. Yeah. And that's when you like start to campaign and sort of, you know, get the bully pulpit on your side. And then the media will spin it. I mean, because they don't like Bernie Sanders, at least on the right side of media and on the well, I I was going to say the left side, but the Democratic side, they all hate him, um, which is a big obstacle. And I wish that that obstacle wasn't in place. But like, yeah, generally, like Bernie Sanders spoke to material needs and he had like concrete plans for the issues that people have. Um, And so that's kind of a bit of what Joe Biden is, is tapping into right now. He's like doing mm-hmm. just good things. Yeah. Well, also stuff, stuff that's like this, at, like Guess what? when you look at grows the economy, stuff like benefits, every stuff that benefits everybody hurts stuff nobody. that hurts nobody. Exactly. But if you look at the original build back better plan uh, versus what it is now, it's very much watered down mainly because he had to make some concessions to Republicans. Yeah. Again, better Which, than nothing that sucks i agree better than nothing right um yeah but it, that's it what sucks I mean. and it's better than nothing yeah but that's just kind of like that's just kind of what i mean um i i don't think like medicare for all is pretty in itself uh kind of clear cut um you can't have medicare for all but except for these people um you can't it's hard to make concessions with a medicare for all plan yeah well, uh, yeah. concessions I mean, I, with the Medicare for all plan would end up being a public option. That's why I would prefer a politician that advocates for Medicare for all, because even if you do get something like a public option, at least you like tried like a public yeah. option is better than nothing. But you shouldn't go in asking for better than nothing. That's that's where I come from on that. But mm-hmm. anyway, back to Joe Biden. So he's actually been enacting good policy, which like there are flaws with it. I'm I am definitely not. Yeah a Joe Brandon sycophant. Like I will not like just 100% defend everything he does, but I will, I'll, I'll give him credit. I'll give credit where credit is due. Um, same. So like with the student loans thing, it's good. It's definitely better than nothing. It's honestly, I would have expected a lot less. So he forgave $10,000 worth of, uh, outstanding student loans, uh, federal loans. So this is money, that was already paid to institutions. This was already paid to the universities. This was just debt owed to the federal government. So he just forgave 10,000 of that per student. And if you got a Pell Grant, um, which, you know, if you're lower income, you probably got one of those if you went to college, uh, then it ups it to 20,000, which is amazing. That's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have liked it to be better, but that's a good thing. It's more than I would expect from Joe Biden. And I don't 
the only person that I see talk about this is Kyle Kalinske. But another part of that is it then caps your payments at 5% of your income. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is another great thing. It was 10. It was 10% mm-hmm. of your income. Yep. It's great, isn't it? It's great. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm kind of shocked and I, I'm floored by these good things because I'm like, like I'm like, I'm glad that it's happening. But part of me is like, what's what's going on here? Like, what do the I corporations mean, gain? Like, what's the ulterior motive? Yeah. yeah. Um, like normally when they I mean, do something like this, it's it's like, yeah, the middle class, you get whatever amount of tax tax breaks uh but the corporations get tax breaks and theirs last forever but yours sunset after a year like it's usually stuff like that but this just seems to be good things i mean yeah i would agree with you yeah yeah um yeah and the thing is i want to say something else too yeah um it's not only just like good things but like the reason it's only 10 grand and the reason it's only capped at five percent of your income is mainly because of the concessions he had to make to the Republican side of, of Congress. And the thing I'm trying to get at is, even if the Republicans are like, like, yeah, we got it, we talked it down, Joe Biden still accomplished something that helped everyone. Yeah. Like, I, I mean... And it's I, weird the, that you would, like, tout that as an accomplishment, that you talked that down. Like, yeah, I got less of a good thing done for you, the voter base. <laughs> Oh, it's great, isn't it? And like, also, um, I like that Joe Biden also pointed out that he's like, yeah, your senator or like you'll go to a state to have a little speech, right? I'd be like, yeah, it's funny that your senator is saying how awesome this this, you know, student loan forgiveness thing is because they didn't vote for it. Yeah. Yeah, that is awesome. I love it. He's he's actually like taking off the kid gloves. Yeah. And he can do that now because uh, Trump is currently kind of floundering in his uh, approval approval polls. So yeah, um, yeah, the stars have aligned. I wouldn't say aligned, but they're better aligned than they were a year ago. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know if this situation would be the same if Trump was still like a viable candidate. I mean, like he's still a viable candidate, but not is. nearly as much. I mean, when he the the day he left office, I was like, uh, four years of not him. But I mean, we could potentially still have another four. And now I'm like, maybe not another four years of still doing drone strikes. But now it's okay because they're not outright doing fascism. But like, actually, drone strikes are another thing that have gotten better uh, from what I've heard. Not just drone strikes, buddy. Like also like an insane dude doesn't have a nuclear football. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like, a person a with a bit me. less dementia in control of of the United States military, which is that's it's better. It's good. I don't think like I know you're joking. I just don't think Joe Biden has dementia. I don't think he's that <laughs> bad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, does he, he talk slowly? Like, I don't care. He talks a little quiet. I don't care. He got the yeah. shit done, bro. I don't I don't, I don't know don't... enough to diagnose him with anything, but he doesn't know where he is a lot of the time. You know. I think if he had anything, he has just a really bad case of old. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, it's the same thing that got the queen. You know, someone spiked yeah. her coffee with age. With age, yeah, yeah. I think age is actually a a spice too. Oh, I didn't know that. I want to try something. That's something I can Google. Hold on a second. Yeah, while well, you're looking up that, <clears throat> um, I want to make another point. So, like, now that Joe Biden is doing good things. Now the media has decided to like go after him like extra hard. 
Like whenever he does something like that's bad or not good, they're like, yeah, this is this is cool. You know, this is how a president should be. But as soon as he does something for the people, it's like, this is how are you going to pay for it? This is literally communism. Like, like they just decide to go after him. Like, it's like their brains are wired the opposite way. Like every time no, he does something just... good, they attack him relentlessly. But if he does something bad, it's like, yeah, that is that is professionalism. Well, and I think that's what like Biden is trying to talk to as well. The fact that um, it, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. What he's trying to do is genuinely a good thing. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's just um, it's just a good thing. It's just a good thing. Um, and I think Joe Biden is like actually just trying to help people and yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it's funny now when they're like, this is socialism. It's like, okay, would you like the alternative then? Like not getting $10,000 taken off your bill? Yeah. No, I want to owe more money. Yeah. To the I government. To... You'd think it would yeah. be more, you'd think it would be more like bad in, in their worldview to owe money to the government. Cause then you're. You're you're giving money to the government, which is evil and awful, except for when we do drone strikes. You know, this reminds me of the opposite of what like Trump did, which is like so like with this, at least it's a good thing that they're trying to put a bad spin on. But with Trump, it was like a bad thing that he tried to put a good spin on. Yeah. Right. Like, remember when there was a whole government shutdown over Christmas? Yeah. He was just like, he was like, oh, I'm giving him the I'm giving him Christmas off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, why don't we just shut down the government every Christmas? It's like, hey, dickhead, you know they're not getting paid, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like with the railroad strike, um, which we'll get to later, more on that later. But it's like, yeah, we're giving you more time off, unpaid, but... Hey, we're I mean, giving you more yeah, time. It's only off. like a day. I mean, it's they something, got one. But like I, my understanding is, they got one paid day off, and then the the companies were like, "Okay, we'll go less hard on you if you take a few days off, unpaid, but we'll go less hard on you if you like go to the doctor." More on that later. Um, but yeah, like people are going after him for the student loans thing, saying that it's like unfair to people that already paid their loans, which. Yeah, tough shit. I thought in your worldview, life wasn't supposed to be fair. You know, I, you know, I look at the democracy that we have kind of spreading around the world, and I just think it's really unfair to the people who, you know, stormed the beaches of Normandy, who actually had to fight for it. Um, mm-hmm. I think we should have to, like, start fascism again. Yeah, they and... should have died in vain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just unfair. I, I didn't do anything for this democracy. Yeah. Yeah, everyone should suffer. They just everyone want you to suffer. suffer. They want you That's to be in it. pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, um, yeah, so life isn't supposed to be fair. Life isn't fair. You know, avocados, avocado toast and millennials, they, they want safe spaces. You know, life isn't fair. Tough shit, libtard. Uh, but well, then but then when it comes to student loans like no it should be fair everyone should have to owe an insurmountable amount of money to the government i like how it's like life isn't fair you know libtard until it's like um like i want to leave nato because it's not fair to america <laughs> yeah um yeah we need to have more of the world's wealth um yeah but like i want to give credit to biden for actually pushing back on the whole yeah. like it's not fair thing i want to play mm-hmm. this uh short clip it's about 27 seconds um it's like as, it, it appears to be as he's like leaving a press conference 
um, uh, Jamie, roll the tape. People who, in fact, uh, do not own multi billion dollar businesses, if you want these guys to get them all attached, is that fair? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What about people who paid their loans, though, struggled to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? Yeah, see, the guy kind of at the end, I want to highlight, I want to point out at the end, the guy kind of gives My the game PPG away. Oh, hold on, hold on. The next thing is autoplay. What is that? Then learning. I got it, I got it close. Um, yeah, I wanna I wanna point out like hold on, I wanna I wanna roll that back again. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I wanna emphasize it and also I forgot exactly how he worded it. Great. So I can add. Hold on, I gotta wait for the Saint Jude ad to finish. I think playing. I, I remembered what he said. Oh, what did he say? He said, Is it fair that multibillionaires get tax cuts when everyone else has to pay their fair share? Oh no, not not what Joe Biden said, what the reporter said oh. like at in like the last couple oh, seconds. Oh yeah, no, he said the reporter said, Is it fair that um uh people get, are getting money taken off their student loan when other people had to suffer to pay off their loans? Hold on, hold on. What about people who paid their loans though, struggle to pay their loans and now others don't have to? Yeah, see, what about people that struggled to pay their loans, but now others don't have to? In, like, in a normal person's brain, that would be... Ugh, shit. Fucking auto-playing. Auto yeah, what about those who, who suffered to preserve democracy in Europe, uh, and now I don't have to? Yeah, like, you know the phrase, like, I did X, so you don't have to? Like, that's yeah. always a positive. Like, uh, in a normal person's mind... I did whatever bad thing so you don't have to is a positive. It's never like, like, you know, like people on, on YouTube will put out a video that's like, I watched whatever bad movie so you don't have to. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's never, they're never saying like, I watched this so you deserve to suffer like I did. No, it's like, yeah. I, things can be better is the point. Also, I wonder where all this money is going. Like, it's not like you're, you're like, I mean, yeah, you're paying for your education, but like, how much did that cost for the school to procure? Yeah. Yeah. These institutions like, are making a, a bunch of money, but the thing is the institutions, the, the, the universities already made their money. Like that money is theirs. Yeah. This is money that was done. owed back to the government. Yeah. By the individual. Yeah, so it's not even, like, no universities are oh. suffering as a result of oh. this. And by the way, the people who voted against this uh, also got, like, a bunch of government kickbacks uh, for COVID relief. So, yeah. don't fucking cry to me. Yeah, I don't wanted to mention that. Don't cry to me. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. that. Like, whoever they have running the White House Twitter account is doing an amazing job. Oh, dude, like, it's when great. Like uh, like a few weeks ago when like this all first started happening, like all of these conservatives were rallying against the loan forgiveness. Yeah. The, the White House Twitter account would just quote tweet them and, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Under a, a clip of Marjorie Taylor Greene being like, this isn't fair to whatever and blah, blah, blah. Uh, they would just quote tweet it and say, actually, I have it right here. Uh, the White House simply just in a Chad way said, Congresswoman, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene had $183,504 in PPP loans forgiven. Oh, no, did you hear? No uh, sass, no nothing, just very matter of fact. That's just a fact. That 
is the amount of money that this person had uh, forgiven in federal loans. Yeah. 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 That's it's uh, such a, I also a point baller out, move. Um, I just want to point out after that, I'm not sure if it was this specific tweet, but like some Republican talking head responded like whoever's in charge of the white house, uh, Twitter account, uh, who put this person in charge of the white house, Twitter account and the white house, Twitter account responded your mom. <laughs> nice. That is so oh! awesome. Fuck. Yeah. That's, that's I love great. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a great job they're doing. It's what great. A fucking baller move, man. Yeah. I saw, I don't remember who said it, but, one of the like conservatives that they did this to was like, um, actually these loans were meant to be forgiven. And then like, I don't know who said, I wish I had it in front of me, but someone responded to that with like, you mean like a handout? You mean, you mean like a, like some kind <laughs> like of a, a government like a, like a handout? handout, which you say that you're against. Yeah. 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 You know, they always... The emperor has no clothes, Alex. <laughs> yeah. They always say, like... Doesn't. They always say, like, hmm, you criticize capitalism, yet you own an iPhone, and they think they got you. But this is, like, that, but, like, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, you criticize yeah. government handouts, yet you are a uh, top beneficiary of, of a massive government handout program. In fact. It's great. Yeah. I love right. it when they just right. lie and mislead you. It's well, great. And it's gr- it's also great because like if you get a handout from the government, like it's it's that information is fair use for anyone. Yeah. Under the uh, the Freedom of Information Act. So like I, I like how they're like, this is such an invasion of like privacy. And it's like, then don't take the into, money. You knew what you're getting fucking into. Yeah. Don't take public money if you don't yeah. want the the public to know. This is such an invasion of privacy, but we have to invade. Uh, we have to look into Hillary Clinton's emails. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're they literally like, yeah, we should have gone after Hillary Clinton. Um, I saw, I wish I knew. Should someone it, remind them that that was also like going on seven years ago? Yeah. Um, one of Trump's like sycophants, it might have been Ted Cruz, actually. I don't remember, but that's not important. Um, they were like, yeah, we shouldn't go after Donald Trump for the documents thing because Hillary Clinton didn't get in trouble for the crimes that she committed. And like she didn't. the subtext that's there, like they're, they've gone beyond denying that he committed crimes. Now they're just flat out saying, yeah, he committed crimes, yeah, he committed but she, crime. he shouldn't be prosecuted for them. Come on, guys. He should be considered like, above the law. We should go back Nixon to a monarchy. Had a point. Nixon had a point, though. You know, the president's above the law. Yeah, and <laughs> that's what a guy. Um, oh, did, I don't. I didn't see the posts, but apparently Trump has been going off on on Truth Social, saying that he should be like crowned the president, saying like because of whatever thing, because of the the stuff that came out with Mark Zuckerberg going on Joe Rogan and saying that the FBI went to Facebook and was like, "Hey, there's going to be a story that leaks about whatever Hunter Biden's laptop." And so they like they silenced that. Now he's saying that since that was silenced, he would have won the election had that not like like you know had that not you know, been covered up. He's saying that for- since he might have won had that not happened, he should be reinstated as president or which do over the election. Like immediately, like right now. Yeah, just right now. Yeah, before lunch. Can we can we just redo the election real quick? Yeah, just one more time. One more time. Yeah. 
One more time. Yeah, can like, we run that, recount? Run that again. Hold on. Can we get a fifth recount? Can we get a... <laughs> can we get a fifth recount but like all the ones that say biden or are straight democrat just don't count those yeah we can, look we got to make it illegal to be a democrat yeah <laughs> yeah they're like one step away from actually doing that it's great actually though like actually like they are one step like away from are. just saying it should be illegal to be a democrat like yeah um but anyway, moving on from the more like economic stuff, I kind of want to talk about this Chad moment that uh, Brandon had when he was like talking about like the Second Amendment. He was uh, talking about how he wants to like do an assault weapons ban, which awesome. Yeah. Based. Good. Cool. cool. I agree with that. Um, and I want to play a little bit of uh, his speech oh, regarding that. Add, the Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the, the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're gonna have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water with the blood of patriots. What's happened is that there have never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is, there's always been <laughs> oh. the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Yeah, so that's great. Um, I don't know if I've specifically said this on this show before, but I know a lot of people have said this and I agree with it. The sec- the rationale for the Second Amendment being like, oh, you- we got to be able to stop government tyranny. It's like, what, are you saying that you want to overthrow the government? <laughs> like... I mean, it's fine if that's what you want, but just admit it, like admit that you want to do terrorism if that's what you want to do, like at least just be honest about it. But they hide behind like, oh, we got to stop government tyranny with our guns. Oh so you want to like, <laughs> yeah. you want to do terrorism. That's what you, you want to use that's what violence to pass a political agenda. That's by definition terrorism. Technically a coup. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do uh, at best terrorism at worst a full-on coup d'etat um but that rationale doesn't work i mean it's i don't be like that wasn't really the rationale for the second amendment it was more so to keep like a some kind of military not military military presence yeah but we didn't have a standing army at the time we didn't have a federal military yeah we didn't have like after after the articles of confederation the 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 colonies were kind of like separate but equal it was um, except there was lit- very like little federal ability besides minting money. Yeah. Yeah. The, the government didn't do like a lot of stuff. We didn't have a standing army because like we just didn't have the resources for it. So we would just have to like raise an army whenever the con like whenever a need arised, whenever there was a conflict that required an army. So we'd have people just gather around with their muskets or whatever. Like that's the rationale for it. It's not so yeah. you can do more terrorism. We just got done with our terrorism setting up the government. We weren't about to yeah. do more of it. Well, and I'm like to be completely honest, I respect the argument that people have of like, listen, I just like to shoot guns. Yeah, that's fine. That, cool. Okay. That's fine. And that is completely compatible with the idea that there should be more regulations like universal background yeah. checks, you know, like magazine like, hey, uh, size uh, caps. Yeah. Well, like if someone has like an F-15, right, 
I guess say F. Wait, what is what's the AR fifteen? My bad. An AR fifteen. An F fifteen. Not an F fifteen jet. Um, you don't need a bump a stock for that, and you maybe you could well, make the argument you don't need to own one as long as well, you can go to a shooting range and like pay to well, shoot even one. even even like if they have an uh, ar-15 and they're just like yeah i just like shooting this i'd be like cool yeah that's fine that's respectable that's neat a lot I, of you know, leftists that's a, like that's guns. a really that's a really neat hobby i would say um but like there's a more like if you if if everyone is on that track of like i just like shooting guns right um there would be a more easier there would be an easier way of restricting it by just restricting like actual live ammo yeah well a lot of people are like gearheads they like cars they like to work on cars yeah. but you still have to have a driver's license to drive a car you still have to Though, uh, register your vehicle with the state yeah those are two compatible ideas you can like mm-hmm. guns but still recognize that not everyone should own one on a slightly off note too um there's a there's a thing this isn't really related to to guns but with registration of stuff um there's a thing in the constitution uh called full faith and credit which i think is really cool uh because if you register your car for instance in michigan and you go to florida because of full faith and credit you don't have to re-register your car in florida yeah that's, that's cool. so fucking awesome because like not dope you'd think that you wouldn't have to because you're not you're in the same country yeah 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 like what do um, we have a but, federal government for if exactly. like stuff like that doesn't transfer um but also that's also that's also what passed gay marriage too because if you got married in a state that allowed gay marriage and went to texas for instance which isn't a fan yeah. of them gays um i didn't know that was the uh, rationale for it that was the rationale with the supreme court they were like no full fucking credit yeah. they got married in connecticut that's interesting so that was that because, like the one in was that the um the case in 2015 when they like legalized gay marriage or is that a, a different I, I think it may have been a bit more complicated than that but from like what i know it's just because you because can't have a legal marriage license in connecticut and then not have that be respected in another state yeah because like i could see because there are a lot of there are a lot of legal implications with that so like yeah um if you're so if for instance if your partner got sick in Connecticut and you were a, a gay couple, mm-hmm. um, you could go visit them in the hospital. But if your gay partner, let's say you're married in Connecticut, go to Texas and they get sick and they go to the hospital, you can be barred from seeing your partner. Yeah. But because of full faith and credit now, um, they are, they ha- the, their, lic- their marriage certificate has to be respected. Yeah. So I could see that being like a rationale for like a, like an earlier case that's like, hey, if you get married in Connecticut, you have to have that marriage be recognized in Texas. But like, like the only reason I ask is because like that sounds like a separate issue from saying like you it, it should like you can't have Texas make you not allowed to get gay married there. Because, like, it's kind of, like, two separate things. Like, getting married in Connecticut, having that marriage recognized in Texas is different from getting gay married in Texas. So, like, that's the only reason I ask. But, well, like, if that's the rationale, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I um, that was for marriage licenses. But because, um, because te- like, a state like Texas would have to recognize that, it would also mean that the state would have to be able to issue it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, not to get too derailed, um, I want to get back to the Second Amendment thing. So yeah, that's all to say, you know, the rationale that most people think of for the Second Amendment, uh, one, it's not really 
true. That's not what they had in mind when they wrote the Second Amendment. But also, it doesn't apply in this day and age because the level of weaponry that you would need to have to take on the United States military, it would be like a world-ending level of weaponry. You would have to be like, hey, I have a Death Star. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You'd have to have a Death Star to be able to take on the government. America, give up. Anything short of like the Death Star or like just a straight up like like, like Voldemort, a starship enterprise anything short of Voldemort's magic wand yeah anything short of the ability to explode someone's head with your mind like you're not Pretty gonna much. win like let me you're not gonna stand a de- chance let me put this in another another view um and this kind of applies both ways with countries but like um not even like the countries of of China and Russia could like get america to not be a thing anymore yeah yeah we have like like this is a pretty commonly cited statistic but we have the world's largest military not only that but also we wait, have what a, we do hmm? wait america yeah yeah and a little known really fact. um wow but not only is america it the, has the largest oh okay yeah, i know i know not only is it the biggest in wow, the world i didn't know that but it's also bigger than the next five nations combined combined <laughs> so we could have uh, a fraction of our military and still yeah. be the strongest military force in the world yeah isn't yeah. that pretty cool we could well, and it's, what's pretty cool is like and i know you're gonna you're probably gonna hop on me for this but like um how benevolent our military is generally and at least with like like just hear me out. I mean, At yeah, least. you're exactly right. We spread democracy. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, of course it's benevolent. We spread democracy with our with our missiles and our bombs and our drones. We drop freedom on their heads, man. Come you on. You know, the no. people of Venezuela think that they democratically elected someone, but really we know better. So what I mean by this is that we have we we don't we do, but in general, in general, if you are a ship trying to bring some goods and services from Europe through the Suez Canal, I think it's the Suez Canal, right? That's Africa. To, I don't know. No, yeah, that's the Suez Canal. Through the Suez Canal, past India to China, let's say. And a pirate, a pirate ship comes up and they're like, hey, fucking give us your shit. And you radio the U.S. Navy that happens to be patrolling ways a ways away like they'll help you yeah yeah i mean even if you're not like even if you're a french ship like the u.s military will help you yeah well that's because we don't just do regular you know run-of-the-mill military imperialism we also do economic imperialism which means if another country's economy suffers we get less of that let me tell you let me tell you let me tell you a story alex to completely derail your point there um, so there was a ship doing actual legal trade between, um, North Korea and another country that th- it was sanctioned. It was fine. Right. It was, st- it was like food or something. I don't, I don't know what it was, but, um, it, it, so they were sailing and they were pretty open about it. They were like, we're just kind of getting from point A to point B back to North Korea. Um, and they got attacked by pirates and the U S military actually fucking stepped in and I was going to say beat off the pirates. Um, <laughs> yeah, they beat them I off. I caught myself. To I completion. Beat my, I, I, they I gave thought them about a, this before. Gavin, 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 Gavin. 
you want to you want to do a nice little callback they get they get and we haven't done this in a while they they beat them off they beat off the pirates and gave them a right, three two one happy fondue <laughs> oh i said fondue they gave them some fondue and then gave them a happy ending fondue um <laughs> if there yeah, are any new listeners know- they're listen to our listen to our episode about iron man if you want yeah. the origin and then listen <laughs> to our episode about captain america yeah um but the u.s military stepped in uh they 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 defeated the pirates see what i did there yeah um they they even gave medical aid to the north koreans that were on the ship too so like it was like a whole full circle thing gave them a rim job and everything that's that's um, great and so the ship got back to north korea and even on the north korean fucking news they mentioned like this ship got attacked by pirates an american navy ship saved them these american you, dogs america. aren't so bad no they didn't they didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say that yeah but anyway um, we are getting very derailed so anyway the point that i want to make is it's really like it's not only funny, but it's also correct that Joe Biden is like, yeah, you you need a lot more than your little six shooter to take on the government, kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would say that, like, let's just choose a really bad country like North Korea. That's both poor and bad. Um, you would need more power than the North Korean military, which still generally isn't saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do put all of their money into their military. Yeah, like everyone's starving, but they still have military because they're all starving. Yeah, Um, but anyway, like even beyond sheer like military might, like let's say you do decide to start again a terrorist plot to like to overthrow the U.S. overthrow the U.S. government um, because that's really what you're threatening when you say like I need my guns to fight tyranny. Um, Mm -hmm. If you do decide to become a terrorist, like you. Do you think that you're going to still have a bank account? Yeah, no, they're going to freeze that asset. How are you going to buy more ammunition? Are you going to are you going to what? Work under the table for cash? No one's going to hire a terrorist. Also, are you going to like still maintain a job while you're fighting the government? Are you going to have someone smuggle you ammo? They're going to be implicated. They're going to get marked as a terrorist too. Hey bro. Also, hey bro, they'll just listen. kill you. Also, Amazon don't deliver to ISIS. Yeah. Um, uh, as far as I know, um, and uh, I, I doubt if you ordered some food on Amazon, uh, they wouldn't deliver if you're a terrorist. Yeah, yeah. Terrorism is generally frowned upon in our economy. And yeah, I'd say so. Uh, but also, you you know, like you know, what was the farthest sniper shot ever made? Like really far. It was like it was like three miles yeah um if listen i i I don't know how trained some private individuals are but if you can't shoot someone and dead dead ass hit them in the head with a bullet from three miles away with your ar-15 i'm sorry but you're fucked they'll they'll just use that like microwave gun that they use on protesters microwave gun yeah there's this like sound gun not no that's a separate thing They'll use both. Fuck it. That's a little fucked. That's a little fucked up. Yeah, I think it's used. I 
don't quote me on it because I don't know much about it, but there's this like microwave ray that's used on protests sometimes to like break up crowds, but like it shoots like a little bit of microwaves at you and it like makes your skin all like hot and like irritated. Um, they basically cook you up. until you go away. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. So they'll just, they will freeze your bank account, uh, label you as a public, uh, public enemy number one. Uh, and then they will microwave you and then they'll kill you. You know what else they could do? That would be easier than that. Just like annoy the fucking shit out of you outside your house. Yeah. I mean, so you like, can't if, sleep. I mean, if you're, let's say uh, you're a conservative and you love the second amendment and you want to, have your guns and let's just say one day the government does just enough crt that you're like that's it the it's fucking over this is the final turtle straw time for america to be over and then you like decide that you're gonna whatever overthrow the government do you know how many more of you are out there do you know how many more conservatives are out there that love america and will stand outside your house with a gun that you also have yeah like there are enough people that are like in that conservative mindset and have guns and also love america no matter what Mm -hmm. like it's just it's it's not realistic i feel like i'm i feel like i'm explaining to a child why they can't you are actually explaining the obvious i feel like i'm the equivalent i I feel like i'm explaining to a child why they can't be like a fairy princess this is like explaining in depth why two plus two equals four. Yeah. Um, Haley told me about, there's this kid. It, it was at like, whatever, like a kindergarten graduation, I think in one of her sister's classes. And they ask like what you want to be when you grow up. And this kid was like, I want to be a yellow Jeep. I feel like I'm explaining why that kid can't be a yellow Jeep. That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. No, and I, no, no, no. You know what, think, you know what it I feels think- like Gavin? You know what it feels like? Continue. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. That's what I feel like. I, <laughs> you know, I, I think they misheard the kid. I think what he said was, I want to be a part of the Mujahideen. <laughs> yeah, our brave Mujahideen, whom this yeah. film is dedicated to. Uh, yeah, which the U.S. <laughs> military paid to fight off the Russians in Afghanistan. Yeah. She. If I could, oh. if I could just speak for the Mujahideen, I would say damn he didn't say yellow jeep i'd say mujahideen shit shit damn dude 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 the taliban controls afghanistan now yeah that's wild if i could if i could speak for the taliban i would say shit (laughs) shit damn (laughs) um anyway moving on uh this is this is gonna be a four-hour episode um let's see how i already opened that um yeah, as I mentioned before, Joe Biden and you know his administration at large. Joe are at, Brandon. Hmm? Yeah, Joe Brandon, President Joe, Joe Brandon. President Brandon is actually going after Republicans. Um, so Rightly so. So after you know watering down the Build Back Better plan, you know after taking out most of the good things, uh, but also was, after actually doing something. Yeah, actually doing something that would let's, be better. Let's than be nothing. honest. Um, it would be better than just letting our economy crumble and collapse. Um, yeah. Which it still might. Who knows? But yeah. But after passing the Inflation Reduction Act, which is better than doing nothing. nothing. 
it's better that we have that than if we didn't um at the very least mm-hmm. so every conservative has been going after it calling it like crt and communism you know the standard stuff um, even though it has nothing to do with race yeah even though it has it, it's like literally nothing to do with literally race. nothing they'll still find a way to call it crt um yeah yeah they're like going after it people are, republicans are campaigning on repealing it they're like I, I my fellow americans i will camp hold on hold on oh i'm on that page my fellow americans i will campaign on making your life worse life actually worse yeah you will suffer under my rule i want you to suffer and die i hate you vote for me die yeah pay up or die that is my economic plan actually i want to increase the price of insulin yeah (laughs) yeah martin shkreli didn't make enough money Um, no actually i'm gonna pardon martin shkreli (laughs) i'm I'm gonna gonna pardon him and make him I am going to extract Martin Shkreli's DNA and I'm going to clone 10,000 more of him because that is who we need in this world. Not people that are just trying to get by. Not any of you plebeians. No, we need more Martin Shkreli's out in the world ripping off suckers like you because I hate you. Vote for me. I'm going to pardon Martin Shkreli. No, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. All right. My fellow Americans, I'm going to repeal the thing that's been objectively helping you. Increase the price of insulin. Pardon Martin Shkreli and make him the the Secretary of Defense. I'm going to step down as president and appoint Martin Shkreli to the Supreme Court, to every seat in Congress, and as president. He can't be president because he's been accused. He's been... Um, I'm going to for I'm I'm going to put Martin Shkreli in every seat in Congress. Have him pass an amendment that says that only oh oh I thought it was over uh, that not only can he be president, but he is the only American eligible to be president while also being a felon. Yeah. So anyway, uh, President <laughs> Biden is actually <laughs> anyway. Don't so marinate anyway. chicken in Nyquil. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, yeah, it's getting all this pushback, but Joe Biden isn't like just laying there and taking it. He's actually fighting back. He's pushing back on it. And this is a tweet from September 18th. I recently signed into law a major investment in lowering costs for families. Already, the Republican leader in the House has said his number one economic priority is repealing it, not bringing down kitchen table costs, repealing the Inflation Reduction Act. Not helping you. Not helping. He's not helping you or your state. Joe Biden is honestly doing exactly what I have wanted him to do, which is just go out there and say, this is exactly what I've been trying to get him or not. I mean, I don't not what I've been trying to get him to do. He does listen to the show, but, you know. Yeah, the, of course. Hey, Joe. Of how course, are you? you know, corn pop. I've heard he's not a good guy. Um, but, you know, I've I've been saying he should go out. And even if he doesn't have the power to get whatever specific legislation passed, he should still go out there and like rhetorically fight for it, which is what he's doing here. He is rhetorically he's going out there and saying all of these people that are, you know, fighting to to get this act repealed. uh, Let's be real. They hate you and they want you to suffer. And that's that's what I've been 
That's what I've been lobbying for on this show. Um, hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's the one that I just read. Um, hey, uh, do you remember? This is slightly off topic, but do you remember that one um, Obama quote when he was uh, rallying for Biden? Um, he said he was talking about uh, Trump's fucking vineyard that he owns. And he's just like, has anybody tried that wine? <laughs> I want to try that wine. <laughs> Goofy. Um, yeah, I want to play a, a short clip. Everyone. Fuck off. I want to play a short clip <laughs> of him. Fuck off. <laughs> I want to play a short clip of him just fucking out in the world doing exactly what I wish he had been doing this whole time. Every single Republican, every single one voted against lowering prescription drug costs. Everyone against lowering health care costs. Everyone against tackling the climate crisis. Everyone against lower energy costs. Against creating good paying jobs. Against the fair tax system. Every single one. Now every single American needs to return the favor and vote them out of office. Yeah! Good. Based. Awesome. This is exactly... What he should be doing, even in his own party, I would say. Mm-hmm. I go as far as to yeah. say this is exactly what he should do to Joe Manchin. And like, yeah. the, this is what I would see like if Bernie Sanders was president. I, I could easily see him doing exactly this to members of the Democratic Party going out there and saying, look, Joe Manchin, he wants to make your life worse. Vote him out. And he would, you know, endorse a candidate and. You know, have, he hates you. He thinks you're ugly. Uh, hey, hey, I heard, I heard, uh, not not to talk behind anyone's backs, um, but I, I kind of, I got a recording of Joe Manchin talking about you, the voters. Uh, he he's said, talking about his constituents and his he's, state. He said this: "You're ugly. You are disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me two hundred dollars." That's what uh, uh, Joe Manchin. If you reelect him, he's going to do more of that. You know, how about this? And that's that's how you out. get stuff passed. That's how Cheer- you get difficult to pass legislation to pass. Cheer that's how out. you get something like Medicare for all. You know what? Like, how about this? Don't 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 vote out Joe Manchin, but demand that on his campaign, demand that he gets all of his payments in qu- cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he won't be able to afford the taxes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a uh, New York mayor. uh something adams that's that's great um yeah so meanwhile as joe biden is honestly popping off you know the sativa is working out well for him uh the the republicans are doing like the polar exact opposite of that and they are just shitting the bed um so i'm sure (laughs) you i I think we, we actually talked about this the other day but they're doing human trafficking they're just flat out yeah, trafficking just, oh, humans. That's uh, they're doing by the book human trafficking. But I love how the states that they trafficked the people to are like, oh my god, yes, do you need help? Let us help you. I know that's the best part. Like fuck you, and they're Florida. Like, no, you were supposed Texas. to be racist, like I am. You're supposed to be angry and mean. And it's like, yeah, we're angry, but not at you, not at them, at you. Like, I mean, we're annoyed. Um, this isn't how we wanted our day to go, but like, these are people that need help. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because some of them weren't even like illegal immigrants. Like yeah. a lot of them weren't. <laughs> they were there legally. Yeah, they were like asylum seekers, but like because yeah. they're because they're not white, 
they're like bad and they're like a scourge or whatever. Well, I, I listened to this 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 quote from Mitch McConnell talking about the midterms going on right now. Anyway, I, I actually just, before we get too far into it, I want to lay it. There might be people listening that don't know what we're talking about. Okay. So if you don't know, um, as like sort of a stunt, um, Greg Abbott uh, was one of the people doing it. I think Ron DeSantis did it too. Um, but they are spending millions of dollars. I think Texas spent like twelve million dollars, uh, for example. Uh, they are busing um, supposedly, allegedly illegal immigrants uh, to like blue cities. Like I think they did one to Chicago. Martha's Vineyard. Famously, they sent a busload of immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, and then like the the expectation was that they would be like hated because like oh these liberal elites they're hypocrites like they think everyone is as racist and hateful as they are um but they're just not like people just are generally good and i believe that and that belief has held true they were welcomed they were like put into makeshift shelters while you know they figured out like what they were going to do because this is a very unprecedented move and if you're listening to the reason we say like makeshift shelters it's because Texas and Florida never gave them a heads up. Oh yeah, yeah. They this they never they found never out like, hey, when the, the bus arrived. Yeah, and so the the only anger coming from these states that got these migrants, or I guess asylum seekers, depending. I don't. I'm not sure what their legal status is, but um, that's kind of irrelevant to me. Um, yeah, just people. They're just, just people. people. Um, so. Oh, God, what was I going to say? Yeah, the only thing that got these states angry was that they didn't get heads up to like make a shelter or put something together yeah and these well like martha's vineyard specifically just doesn't have the infrastructure to take care of that number of of uh essentially homeless people yeah um so you know but they they did their best they set up makeshift shelters and they did what they could um but i just can't believe that the republicans thought that this would look good for them like they thought that this would make them look good. And these are like well Texas specifically is a border state and head in the office uh, made this point but uh they said like yeah these are border states. <laughs> this is like kind of their responsibility. Like yeah. a border state deals with border issues. A border. Yeah. Just like if you're like a state with a harbor, you're you can't just be like here you know here Texas deal with these shipments. Mm -hmm. like each state is gonna deal with the shit that pertains to them and that feels obvious but apparently we have to explain that yeah yeah um so uh can i talk about mitch mcconnell now (laughs) oh yeah i'm sorry i just wanted to give context no you're good so um so the midterms are coming up and uh some polls and i i would be a little hesitant because it's showing the same trends that the 2016 polls showed about democrats but regardless some polls are showing that the Republicans are doing pretty fucking awful yeah. in the midterms. Um, and Mitch McConnell had a little quip to say about this when someone asked him. Uh, he said, uh, "Not this isn't verbatim, but it was something to the effect of, um, we didn't choose the candidates. One of the issue with uh, the candidates is their, their quality. They're not very good quality candidates, mainly because we didn't choose them. Mm-hmm. What he's kind of cloak and dagger saying is, yeah, Donald Trump chose these people and they're not good people. Yeah. Yeah, it's great seeing the civil war in the Republican Party between the like the oh Trump Kool-Aid drinkers and the people that are just trying to get, 
you know, tax breaks for corporations. Well, the scary thing is, though, a lot of the super Trumpy candidates uh, that are running for the House and Senate, um, they're going to refuse to concede the, the election. Yeah. Which this is why presidents have never con- refused to concede elections. Yeah, because like it, you just you do the peaceful transfer of power. It's like saying the N-word at a family dinner. You just can't unsay it. Yeah. And it's like, sure, physically you can, but you really shouldn't. And if you do, it makes everyone's evening a lot worse, including well, also, yours. It it, unless something is like actually concretely done to, to establish that that action was wrong, um, it, it, it gives precedent for any candidate to be like, well, they didn't concede. Yeah. Yeah, I like if this if the Republicans succeed, like if this if the the Trumpsters succeed, like we are this close to just having an emperor. Yeah, but I mean, we're probably Democrats will probably hold on to the the House, yeah. um, the Senate. I think is more of a toss up. But the it, I mean, saying it's a toss up is a great improvement before like a couple months ago. And they were like, yeah, the Republicans will take the Senate. Yeah, that's why it's like extra good that Joe Biden is doing good things. Like not just because it's good to do good things, but also yeah. because like Democrats kind of need to win <laughs> or else yeah. or else we have an emperor. We are dangerously, dangerously close to having an emperor. Kind of. Um, although the military is kind of divorced from the Democratic system. So even if someone tries to like take over the government. Uh, the military has an obligation on behalf of the U.S. Constitution to make sure that a coup d'etat isn't, like, able to happen. Yeah, I mean, on paper, they have an obligation to the Constitution, but my understanding is that there's a lot, there's a more people than you'd think in, like, generally speaking, the deep state, but, like, you know, like, these three-letter institutions, the FBI, CIA, whatever, like, there's yeah. a surprising number of them that are on board the Trump train, mm-hmm. and they will do what they can to get him as emperor and that's kind of scary to think about um well it's funny because they would be writing the u.s like they would be writing not just like the u.s death certificate but also like whatever 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 country they try to make after that they'd be writing a death certificate to that too because uh you know what happens if like the leading economic uh pillar of the world falls uh the entire world economy falls so I mean, good luck. No one's going to do business with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary stuff. Um, you know, that's, and that's the one thing that, that is like a silver lining to me. Even if they do overthrow the U S government, they're going to get fucked. Yeah. Like there's no way to not get fucked here. Oh yeah. Um, I want to go back to the whole like migrants thing. I want to close that out with another, um, uh, apparently common Joe Biden, Chad moment. Uh, we just, we keep getting them back to back. So, uh, hold on. Um, so the context, actually, I think they explain it. I'll just play it. So the, the beginning kind of got cut off there, but. Um, the reporter asked, um, hey, Ron DeSantis is threatening to send a bunch of migrants to Delaware. What do you have to say that? Yeah, you should, they, should, they should come visit. We have a beautiful shoreline. Chad. Chad moment. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because that so question was on like on its own. It was like a, lo- a non-starter. Like, 
it's kind of a loaded uh, question because it's kind, kind of, of like assuming question. immigrants are dirty and bad and they bring crime assuming or that he'll be like no 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 wait 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 uh because conservatives well, no, think that everyone is as racist as they are they just think yeah. democrats are better at hiding it mm-hmm. oh it's so funny so great uh, uh not the whole thing about uh immigrants being forcibly I wouldn't say forcibly. I think it was a choice for them, but it like, was well. They were coerced. Uh, they under, were they under were, false pretenses. There's yeah. there's actually like an ongoing lawsuit or a, like a number yeah. of lawsuits because they were lied yeah. to. Like these people mm-hmm. lied and said like, yeah, you can go sign up to go on this bus, sign this waiver, and you'll get a job and you'll get a place to stay. Uh, even though they just that's flat out not true. It was just a lie. They just lie. They just lie. Um, they just lie. They they actually gave them like locations and stuff, and they were like, "Go to this location. You'll meet someone there. They'll hook you up with everything." It was just like an empty parking lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's horrible. Like, how does how do you think that human trafficking makes you look good? Right. I just yeah. I don't get it. Um. But anyway, another way that that Republicans are shooting themselves in the foot, um, if as if they needed more than one, uh, is now Lindsey Graham is proposing a nationwide abortion ban. Uh, I think it's after like 15 weeks. Um, but still, after months of saying it should be left up to the states, now he's like, actually, the state, some states are just wrong about this. It should be banned after this amount. Which, again, head in the office well, made I'm- this point. But why ban it after a certain amount of time if uh, all abortion is murder? If life begins at conception, listen, why are you okay with some murder? Listen. Listen, this coming from Lindsey Graham doesn't surprise me because I'm pretty sure, like, he would punch his mom for a dollar as far as, far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. um, because he literally said, like, before, uh, it was right after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. No, 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 no. It was before that. Anyway, he was in front of a panel and he was trying to argue why Obama shouldn't be allowed about like a year before his presidency was about to uh, go out of term. Uh, he was arguing that President Obama shouldn't be able to appoint a new um, Supreme Court judge and it should be left up to the next administration, which he was betting was going to be Trump. Um, and he was like, he, he, he shouldn't be allowed. It should be left up to the next administration. And then Trump is like a couple days away from his presidency lapse, lapsing. Yeah, right? he is packing his bags. He is literally halfway out the door and Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies. Yep. And he's just like, the president's allowed to do this. He, it's good. It's fine. Yeah. He's going to use his power. to. So they just as lie. far as I'm concerned, don't listen to Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Also, he, he's like, a two-faced bitch. Yeah. And this is this. I'm before I say this, it is hearsay. I don't know this for a fact. This is something that I heard on the, the head in the office discord server. Um, but I, I want to read a message that I saw that was very interesting. Um <clears throat> Uh, it says so I know most violently homophobic GOP men are closeted as a general fact but my gay uncle told me something that I literally cannot fucking swallow Lindsey Graham is known as Lady G among all gay AV actors and escorts because of how often he visits them not saying it's bad to do that but it is bad to do that and also be a heavily homophobic um, uh, GOP congressman but that's beside the point what you're saying is that based on hearsay the, yeah, this is unsubstantiated. Oh, no, I, no, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. making any concrete claims. This is all that alleged. Lindsey Graham is gay. Is it surprising? Are you are you shocked? 
hey, hey, nah. you at home, are you like surprised at all? <laughs> I, hmm. I'm I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna nah. lie. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm shocked. You know. But anyway, that's not to distract from the substance. Um, yeah, this is like the worst time that he could propose that um, because Roe v. As unpopular as abortion itself can be, um, you know, I don't know the exact numbers for abortion itself, but people are generally pro-choice. People generally yeah. are in favor of Roe versus Wade. It's a very popular decision. And when yeah. it was appealed, most people were against it. And most people are still like, hey, you should be allowed to get an abortion sometimes at least. Um, yeah. So now that they're now with now that he's making that a pillar of the Republican platform, like he's it's it's like he's sabotaging the GOP. It's great. Yeah, right right ahead of midterms. Right ahead of midterms, as Joe Biden is making the best possible case for the Democratic Party. That he's mm-hmm. I'm not the best possible, but he's making a great case to vote for the Democratic Party in the in the upcoming midterms. As that is happening simultaneously. Lindsey Graham is like, hey, we're going to do this wildly unpopular thing. My fellow Americans, I want you to suffer. That's basically what he's doing. My, what, Can you play it again? Yeah. My fellow Americans, I'm not only two-faced, but I will say anything to get elected. Anything. Yeah. What a guy. Um, what a guy. Anyway, yeah, it's it's so like incredible. Like this this has all been like very surprising to me cuz Republicans are great at doing politics. They're great at passing their agenda as horrible as that agenda is. They're generally great at passing it cuz they just know how to use their leverage. But now they're like throwing that away and Democrats who never use their leverage, who never do anything worthwhile Mm -hmm. are now like doing a string of good things when any one of these could could be enough to get them through midterms yeah yeah it's like we're in the twilight zone well i mean normal american politics is like living in the twilight zone now it's like we're out of the twilight zone and it feels like we're back in the twilight zone it's like we're in twilight in the twilight zone but it's like opposite day it yeah like yeah, opposite opposite day within the twilight zone. So like everything's off, but it's kind of right. Like everything's off, but it's almost comfortable. Yeah. Like good things are happening, but it doesn't feel like they're supposed to be. Yeah. 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 I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Anyway, we touched on the railroad strike earlier, and this is the last thing that I want to talk about in the Dark Brandon section. Which we haven't even talked about Dark Brandon, which was supposed to be the whole point. Um Yeah. Yeah, I just to touch on dark brain in a little bit i love that joe biden has done slightly more than the bare minimum and now he's seen as this like dark lord it's so great but anyway so this yeah. the railroad strike um so the railroad industry it's horrible for the workers in it pretty terrible yeah they get like 30 days off a year uh when like if you if you work a standard like 9 to 5 like 40 hour work week mm-hmm. which is like already bad enough like you already get yeah. so little free time you still get like oh, i don't remember the exact number but you get like over a hundred free days or uh, like over a hundred days off in the year you know like just with like weekends but they get like a third of that yeah 
Well, it's not okay. So it's not like really all that bad. Um, for instance, in their offices, uh, at least in the entr- entrances, they actually have like a bowl of candy, and oh, you can okay. you can you can take one. Oh, and it's kind of like how in like a corporate like office, you sometimes get like a like a, a pizza party instead of a race. Yeah, or like I don't know, like time off and the ability to see your family and. Yeah, I mean, uh, not for real road like, workers. They don't get that. No, no, no. They just have a bowl of candy. They they work they, and they're happy with that. Listen, I talked to some people, and that's what they said they needed. Yep. Um. So anyway, like the railroad workers have been like obviously like very like discontent, like very fucking pissed, fucking pissed about their working conditions and their their I think hours. It's an apt description of their feeling. Yeah. Not only are they working ungodly amounts of hours but also inconsistent hours they they hardly know when they're going to be working until they're working basically yeah yeah and they have like um well i mean the union was fighting to get like the same health care plan like to just keep their health care plan because the companies were going to like downgrade them they were like can we just keep can we just keep the this health care plan um, and also the unions were like, can we have just a little bit of pay- paid time off to see the doctor? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we ended up, you know, the White House ended up negotiating a deal. The, the Secretary of Labor sat down with the um, with, you know, the heads of the railroad companies. I don't know if union representatives were there, but they negotiated um, what Ben Shapiro called a sweetheart deal. Uh, they get one paid day off um they get i think they get a slightly better health care plan they get a i think a 24 percent raise which is good i will give it that that is good that's pretty awesome actually but like yeah. if you don't have time off to spend it like what's the point you know yeah what I mean? um, um and then but here's my main concern though like with this like how how are the railroad companies going to survive oh of course i mean they're only making like a trillion dollars in profit like are they gonna make it through the winter? Do they need donations? Yeah, yeah. Can we set up like a Patreon for the railroads? Yeah, a GoFundMe. Yeah. Um not for the workers, for the for the company. And you know, you know, the railroad industry is a very thriving, bustling market. You know, there's all all these new mom and pop railroads popping up, of course. We always Hell, see them. I you started know, my own railroad this morning. We totally you know? have gotten new railroad companies in the last hundred and fifty years. Um Yeah. No, but like yeah, the the unions were also like, or uh, the the deal that ended up coming about was the companies were like, okay, we'll go less hard on you if you take off some unpaid time off to see the doctor. But like, I don't think there's any legal mechanism to enforce that, so it's kind of just their word. Mm-hmm. They're like, I promise I won't punish you that much if you take some unpaid time off to see the doctor. Mm. Um. And, you know, it's as of recording, it's still a developing situation. Um, the unions were going to go on strike, um, but then this tentative deal was uh, put together. So they're going to vote on it and they're going to decide whether or not they want to accept that deal, which I don't think they will because it's kind of Probably a not. shit deal. Yeah. Um, I think what the White House was trying to do was like even so, like, even if they have to take time off to see the doctor and even if it's unpaid, the raise would at least make up for the unpaid time off yeah i mean it's better than not getting a raise 
but like still it's a matter of principle yeah yeah when like you work you, that much and do something that's so critical to the u.s economy yeah we're the only major industrialized country that doesn't like off that doesn't uh require like a minimum amount of paid time off well if you like europe so much why don't you marry it <laughs> um yeah no i would never go to turf island um anyway um yeah so it's still developing but it could go a number of ways um actually as bad as this deal was it was still good enough that fox business ran a segment um and secular talked in a video about this um they did a segment talking about how horrible it was and how little consideration they had for the the railroad company he took off his headphones took off his took off his glasses gave his eyes a little rub now his headphones are back on yeah i was masturbating oh yeah uh fox business did a segment about how horrible it and it's communist and it's crt that he did that but yeah i I, depending on how it goes if the unions decide i don't i don't don't mean to sound racist here so you know i'm gearing up do not know where this is going i don't mean to sound racist but not have anything to do with race so i'm very scared when did when did race have to do with any of this oh (laughs) He baited me like no actually though because like no sometimes i like uh like for instance in my i have a class it's for argumentation we're talking about abortion and there was like one like one picture that they showed and she was like what's wrong with this picture about abortion and it was um like a black little girl in like a dress and it was like the the most dangerous place for uh uh i think it was like black children to be is in the womb uh, or something like that, that. it was that against feels abortion gross. that feels yeah. that feels icky but like i don't I know what, like what i don't know what they're trying to say with that but it feels very racist yeah and i was like what like what does race have to do with it and like the teacher pointed out there are socioeconomic reasons that like african-american women tend to get more abortions than like white women well yeah because like so, black people are more likely to be impoverished because of our history of white supremacy and racism and like slavery chattel slavery that kind of prevents you from gaining wealth exactly so that's where that whole thing came from of me being like don't mean to be racist but yeah does race have to do with this um yeah so anyway the, the railroad workers are gonna either accept this shit deal or reject it go back to the drawing board they might still end up going on strike um it's kind of up in the air but if they do go on strike and Joe Biden ends up breaking up the strike, you know, doing some some subtle union busting, um, casual casual union busting, that might kind of ruin his reputation. That kind of might ruin everything that he has set up, at least like in my eyes, like and, and in the eyes of the, people the that are of, similar to me in belief. I bet he went to the head of the union and was like, hey. Can you just accept this deal until the midterms are over? Yeah. Please. For me. For me. I will be on your side all the way. Just say yes for now. Yeah. Yeah. And the general like sentiment among like lefties on Twitter is like, yeah, this this railroad thing, you know, if if Joe Biden, you know, fucks this up, it's kind of the end of the dark Brandon meme. Yeah. Like if you like if you do this, it will ruin everything else that you've done. Pretty much, yeah. And just for the sake of keeping the dark Brandon meme around, Joe Biden, I know you're listening. 
don't fuck this up. I know you seem to be generally on the side of workers. Just stick with that. It's good. Don't listen to Fox Business. Yeah. 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 Well then. Well then. I have too many pages of sound pads. <laughs> yes. Um, so I anyway, concur. I love the dark Brandon meme. Anyway, we watched a They're movie great. this week. Yes, we did. We did. We watched Twilight New Eclipse. Twilight, the one where the there's no moon anymore. It's Twilight the out. Third. Twilight, yeah, Twilight the Third. Uh, and then next week we're gonna talk about Twilight Ever After. Um, Twilight Ever After. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. Uh, this is. We're we're watching through the Twilight series. It's Gavin's first time seeing them. So, what are your first impressions of this, the third Twilight movie? <laughs> that bad, huh? It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. I, I will say um, this is the worst one so far. You know, between Bella not having any emotion at all and being just generally a bitch yeah i will um, say i will say um and i did write this down because i wanted to um wanted to address it um kirsten stewart's performance is generally pretty flat um but weirdly it her performance is the most dynamic that it has been in the franchise in the scene yeah. where she's like dad don't give me the talk yeah, like it's weird no, that, that was that's like pretty... the scene where she decides to act. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. It like between her acting and um, Jacob always looking like he has acid reflux and is about to burp. <laughs> yeah, and Edward always looking like he's about to shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's definitely the worst. Like, it feels like they put the least effort into this one. Yeah, like this, I'm like Edward. This movie like feels Edward. like they had a Twilight movie due at 11:59. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pretty much. Um, like I think I, I, I think Kirsten Stewart is wearing like a wig in some of the scenes, probably because mm-hmm. of reshoots. Um, and like you can yeah. tell the vampire makeup isn't as good. They just look like clowns. No pretty much in the previous um, movies they looked pale now they look like they're wearing white makeup not makeup yeah. white paint yeah um what else uh i don't there's just the every single twilight plot just doesn't make sense to me yeah at all. Like, I, I will say these are very having, like, not they're not they're not plot heavy at all like for instance for instance they have like a whole border dispute with the fucking werewolves mm-hmm. right like where their land starts and their land ends and listen you don't need special powers to delegate that okay you need a lawyer yeah that's what you need and like i don't like also that's a lot of fucking land too you, it is. like like that's a lot so um how did like no one figure out that they were fighting I don't know. Werewolf. Like, because you have to assume this isn't the first time this has happened. Yeah. Well, you mean the first time what has happened? Oh, just like a border dispute between werewolves and vampires. Of them being like, this is my land. This is my land. Yeah. This well, is my you know, territory. They've... See the pee over there? I peed on that tree. <laughs> yeah. They've generally. That's mine. And it's Edward saying it too. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Let me redo the voice then. Yeah. See that? You see that pee over there? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's my pee. It's yeah. my tree. Yeah. 
Um, it's actually not pee. It's actually uh, a, it's a powdery dust because I am made it's of. Va- it's vampire semen. My body is seventy percent mold. um but anyway you know it seems like they've just generally been peacefully coexisting up until bella moves to town and fucks it all up because the universe revolves around her apparently i guess the universe revolves around pussy yeah no literally Um, literally though actually though literally um, because in this movie jacob explains imprinting and yeah. you're supposed to believe, like, oh, is he he's like imprinting on Bella because of how, um, you know, obsessed. Wait, she, she is. already pregnant? No. no. Okay. Um. No. So like, I, you already know this, so it's not a spoiler for you. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I guess, if you're watching along with us in this the movie audience. Is over ten years old. I don't know what you want from if us. If you're watching Fuck this, you've seen the movie. Um, but in the next one. Uh, Bella gets pregnant with Edward's baby and um, Jacob ends up imprinting on that baby. Um, that's how we get, you know, the, the classic without being able to see the baby too. Like, yeah, either... no, that, that's how we get the how? classic twilight meme. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. It's a great moment, but apparently the reason, I mean, this is, this is what I've gathered connecting the dots. It appears that Jacob in this movie is acting like an asshole as a symptom of having imprinted on like the egg that will become Renesme. He's like he like sniffs the the, the the DNA of the egg in her like in her ovaries and he's Listen, like, I'm gonna protect I, that fucking egg. Unless he unless he ate her out, I don't know how that is possible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I imagine him like eating eating pussy like a fucking dog drinks water yeah i i just know like he's not good at it probably no jacob let's just let's just tear into jacob right now he is the worst okay, simp. even more than the the last movie simp. you know what he should have done when they were on that mountain and he's like about to leave what and she's like she's like kiss me remember that mm-hmm. remember that scene um he should just been like no <laughs> he should have just save not your, been the way he was the entire movie save your dignity man he's like giving God andrew damn. tate vibes yeah no just like bro just listen listen i bet you you, you can find a hot werewolf girl yeah like, everyone I in this movie could do God. better um actually the- <laughs> yeah but like he's so entitled like bella owes you nothing jacob no remember when he forcibly kissed her uh, yeah he committed sexual that, assault that's rape rapey not yeah little right but that's unwanted sexual advances yeah and i don't i don't want to sound like i'm victim blaming but bella really shouldn't be giving him mixed signals the way she does where yeah. she's like listen i'm with edward and that's that and he like doesn't accept that um but then later on when she finds out that she where when jacob finds out that she's engaged to edward He's like, how could you like she owes him anything? But when he I finds mean, out, he's like, how dare you? Together. How dare you? And she's like, oh, no, it's OK. I was just kidding. I actually love you, Jacob. Uh, please don't uh, abandon us in this battle coming up. Like, <laughs> Joe, you should stick Joe to your guns. To the rail workers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she just she, she shouldn't be sending a mixed like, messages or- like that because he is a very impressionable young man. Yeah, I mean, also, I think Edward is is kind of a dick, too. Like, when he's just like, 
stay in the car and she and she's just like no well here's the thing with that here's here's the thing with that he he says he, this this is what he says if i I've asked you to stay head in, in a car if i if i ask you to stay in the car would you and then he gets out of the car she was like no he gets out of the car and bella follows him and he's like guess not huh uh, you didn't ask her you didn't give her time you didn't to say respond. simon says yeah and um, then, but okay, that was kind of fucked up. But like, also, even re- regardless of if Bella is or is not a vampire, it's not a Jacob's business. It is, yeah, it is none of. I mean, he's kind of right. Like, she shouldn't rush into it. But that is not his decision. That's not your business, bro. You're not privy to that information. Yeah. Uh, this ain't the fucking you know, uh, fucking what is it? Freedom of Information Act. <laughs> yeah. Are you shitting me? I'm submitting a FOIA like, request to figure out if you're really into Edward. Even then, he lives on a reservation, so <laughs> I don't think he even has the ability to do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, the one positive thing about Jacob in this movie, though, is the music cue that plays when he is introduced for the first time. They like go to the I, sc- they go to the school. They they pull up and Edward's like, oh look, it's Jacob and or whatever. I don't know how it happens. But oh, then, look, it's Jacob or whatever. But then like cut <laughs> cut to Jacob. He turns around and then there's just this like obnoxious music cue. It's like, boom. It's so funny. It's I, great. I think it was so bad that I have selective amnesia. Yeah, I think it like somehow like gave you brain contusions. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um. But okay, but like, okay, so beyond him being like, if I asked you to get in a car, would you? And then like not letting her respond and then getting out of the car and then she gets out and he gets a little salty and then Jacob comes up and he's like, I just wanted to check to see if you changed. <laughs> and like beyond all of those red flags, right? Bella, don't get on his fucking motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she should be allowed to be friends with Jacob still. Like they obviously let me, let me care about each other, like on a friend have level. You, all right. Yeah. All right. But like, ha- have you, all right, let me, let me lay, have let you, me, have you, let me lay this out. Okay. She should be allowed to be friends with Jacob. Now yeah. that being said, Jacob is not okay with just being friends. So at that point, kind of keep your distance because he's clearly not over you. And if you give him, an inch, he will take a mile. If you give him a millimeter, he will take a, a, a kilometer, if you will. Okay, like if you give him any attention, he's going to be like, "Oh, she's actually in love with me." So at that point, yeah. you kind of gotta not get on his motorcycle, like you said. But um, what was I saying? Have you played the Stanley Parable? I'm familiar with it. So you understand the whole thing where like the narrator kind of like guides you through it. Yeah. And then right. Stanley opened the drawer. I blah, blah, said, blah, blah, blah. and then yeah. Stanley opened the drawer. Right. Or like, if I said to, to stay in the car, would you? <laughs> no. Um, it's like it's like Bella is playing the Stanley parable, but each time, and then we like we can't hear the narrator, but like each time the narrator tells her to do something rational, she does the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Bella is the worst in this. Like, and then Bella let him go away without asking him to kiss her. Yeah. And then she... Because it's... No, no, Bella. No, don't. Don't do it. 
I think at some point the narrator would just be like, I listen. And then she just did whatever she wanted, I guess, apparently. Uh, You know what? I don't get paid enough to narrate this shit. And then she whatever. You're not going to listen anyway. uh, Do you want to hear what I have to say? Do you want to hear what I have to say? (laughs) (laughs) Do you even care, Bella? (laughs) Do you care about your own safety? You know, fuck it. Uh, Where's the newspaper? I'm just I'm going to check out. You just do whatever. I don't. Yeah. Um, God damn it. The one, uh, another, I, I guess there are two good things about Jacob. One, the obnoxious music cue. And two, I I actually do kind of like the scene in the tent where, uh, you know, Bella's asleep. Jacob and Edward are like talking it out like bros. They're kind of yeah. laying out their shit. I like that. You know? Well, I liked how Bella was like clearly becoming hypothermic. Yeah, she was like and, about to die. And it's great because like having a shirt on Jacob would actually warm her up more. Yeah. If, <laughs> yeah, he's know, like, you'd be, need- you'd be warm quicker if you took off your clothes. No, she wouldn't. The clothes insulate gets, her body heat. Gets naked, starts jerking off because jerking off increases your body temperature. Yeah. Having sex with me actually makes you warmer and it makes you not die. Um, and it also makes your <laughs> it also makes your skin clearer and it clears up acne. And also and also, if you get pregnant, you have to stay with me. And um, you'll also make more money, and also you'll have better luck, and everyone will love you <laughs> if you if you have sex with me, um, or at least touch it. Or at least touch it. <laughs> no, I like you that know, scene, though. This? I like that scene where they're, like, laying out their shit, and, you know, they're, they're just kind of being bros. And it's like, yeah, if we weren't in this exact situation, I could, I could see us yeah. being friends. Well, one, one thing I really liked, too, was... At least this amount of continuity of like, um, like Edward not having to wear a jacket because he's literally a walking corpse. Yeah, yeah. You does know, does he freeze? Does he freeze? Of of the why two. doesn't he freeze? Well, I I guess he could freeze, and like the temperature could, and the moisture could fuck him up, kind of like how potholes form when it gets cold yeah. out. Um, like, to, do you think he, he gets to- potholes? I don't know. I just imagine him injecting himself with antifreeze. <laughs> yeah, he has to like put it on like lotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's just like he has a needle and they're like, what are you injecting? Antifreeze. But I, like, you know, out of the two of them, Edward is the one that doesn't need to wear a shirt because he doesn't have to maintain a core body temperature. Meanwhile, Jacob yeah. is a living creature, but he never wears a shirt. <laughs> That's a fair statement, actually. Yeah. And I didn't um, even think of that until just now. Yeah, but, but I he, like how like um, like uh, Jacob is like she she's she's hypothermic. She's gonna die if I don't warm her up. And she's he's gonna just like, die if do I don't it. have sex with her. And he's like, don't do it. And she, he's just like, no, actually though, she'll die. So um, back yeah. up. I just ima- like imagine if instead of that line being said by by Jacob, it was said by the dude who voices Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like like it's like. He's like, I, I have to I have to warm her up because she's dying of hyperthermia. And Edward's like, don't, don't. She's my girlfriend. She's my fiance. And he's just like, no, she is actually dying. And if I don't do this, uh, she will die. Uh, so I'm going to do that. And you figure out what you need to figure out. Uh, I'm going to warm her up real quick. That fits unreasonably well, I think. With Bob's Burgers? Yeah. Like with that voice. Just that like intonation. Just, just very yeah, matter-of-factly because- like... Okay, like, like all beef aside, like this is kind of vital. She is dying. Like we she, both is, love my her. brother in Christ, she is dying. 
She is dying. Yes, am I gaining something from this? Technically, yeah. Yeah, I'm am getting I, a bone. Heart- like, not gonna lie, yeah. I am hard. <laughs> like, I am like 75% chub. Um, <laughs> just at the thought of this. Yeah. But um, anyway, we've, we've but, gone off about this too, too, too much. <laughs> shit. Um, what a simp. Yeah, he's. I'm so, sorry. What a he, simp. Well, he literally has, and I think I texted you this. He has a, a biologically hardwired simp gene. Has to. I don't know how someone has such a, like an invasion. I mean, that's what to, that's like, what imprinting is. It's a biologically hardwired simp gene. Like, I don't know how someone has such a uh, dissuasion from fucking being digni- dignity, like dignity, like having dignity. Yeah, it's called being right? horny. She told you she was engaged. Yeah, just be like, normal. There wasn't. She well, didn't even beat her on the bush on it. She wasn't even like, yeah, we're thinking about, you know, we're have, we have plans. She was pretty firm. She was pretty like, no, we are committing to a, a relationship endowed by God, even though technically he's the living dead. But yeah, I don't know. Endowed by Satan or something. I don't know. Endowed by Cthulhu, I guess. Uh, something like that. As far I, as it's I know. Unclear. Endowed by the Volturi. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know what the state the state would recognize that so like yeah he has papers i mean they're fake papers papers, but they're papers um yeah but anyway moving on um i kind of i feel like the colons got less play even though we know more about them now like they are in the movie less and you know like Mm -hmm. in the other movies i have had you know at least i've been able to praise the movies for how great the colons are and how just They're pleasant cool. they are as They're a, cool as a parents. presence. Yeah. It's a great yeah. family. But they're yeah. like sidelined, kind of. Except for like a their little bit. exposition backstories. Yeah. Which are cool, but, I guess. Okay. Listen, I don't I don't trust the dad at all. I don't. Each time he's just like, we know what we're doing. We can we can handle this. And each time the situation falls to fucking war. Yeah. He's trying his best. Is he? I, is he though? I want to think he is. Are you sure? I want to believe he is. I don't know. I just I I'm like, bro, get a lawyer. Just get a lawyer. Just get a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Bro, just get a lawyer. You're um, a doctor. This is your doctor, yeah. not a lawyer. This is the movie where we find out that Jasper is a Confederate soldier. Uh what did what do you think of that? <laughs> um Oh, way down south in the land of traitors, rattlesnakes and alligators right away. I wanna I wanna walk up to him and start singing that. Abraham Lincoln said you can't have slaves, and he said this. What rules, you sons of bitches? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's funny that like Jasper is the one that suggests raising an army to fight the bad guys. And, like I just hey, kept expecting him to be like, Oh, you know, Bella, I was in an army once. A pretty cool <laughs> army. You know what we were fighting for? States, states rights. States rights. Don't ask what their right was, but we were fighting for states' rights. I'm really happy Edward chose a white girl. And that army will rise again. <laughs> it was a lost cause. <laughs> they needed <laughs> Just... us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, it's great. I have some friends in the KKK. I'm sure I could get them to help us out. <laughs> I don't know. I do you I think I asked this last time too, but do you think do you, do you think he learned from his ways? Do you no. think he's like I was wrong, quite frankly, to put it simply. I'm I really was wrong. sorry. If I Listen, could speak now, for the Confederacy, I would say 
Damn. Shit. I don't need to eat, sleep, or work, but I still work, and I donate my paychecks to the NAACP. I do mutual aid and praxis. <laughs> I voted for Obama. <laughs> <laughs> or or do you think he's like full on Civil War lost cause? Do you think he's still like in it, but he's like, I voted for Obama, so I'm not racist. I feel like um I feel like he knows what he did was wrong, but he's still like trying to dissuade any personal responsibility. I voted for Obama, but I donated to John McCain. Listen, I don't agree with the Confederates, but but hear me out. <laughs> Listen, we were boys trying to protect our farms. <laughs> it was about heritage, not hate. It was Fucking about whatever. heritage. <laughs> it was about the heritage of owning people. You can read my book about it. <laughs> I'm trying to put these in public schools. <laughs> they are doing critical <laughs> race theory. <laughs> I got, I got, I got an Wokeness endorsement has from gone Governor too far. Abbott. <laughs> I got an endorsement from Governor Greg Abbott. I just know that Jasper, like, if he was like found out by the world, like, if they found out, like, one vampires are real and two, one of them is a Confederate soldier, like, I know he would instantly get a Daily Wire deal. Oh yeah, no, they Ben would, Shapiro would be on that. They shit. would sign him on instantly. He'd be like, you know, this reminds me of of when I was a boy. <laughs> no, I just imagine him having like no shame in what they did, because like to him it's a it's a point of pride. Yeah. Right? And so they're like, they're like, wow, like people talk about the bravery of the North fighting America's original sin. There's no sin that was committed on behalf of the South. They needed us. Like, they needed us. Do you? <laughs> and he just like brings up some pseudoscience that was made up by some whatever scientist. Yeah, some um, like you know craniologists or whatever, or like, phrenologists. I don't know. They didn't have those kind of ists back then. So like probably just some dude who found a skull one day was yeah. like, "I'm a, I'm a bonus." Well, that's what phrenology um, is. Phrenology. Uh, phrenology is it's like the science of like basically just doing racism but with a, a scientific veneer alex you see when you do improv it's a thing called yes and and um yes and that is what phrenology is <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> um it's just like i just imagine him being proud of what he did like i killed three former slaves after they tried to uh, escape the farm they try to escape their 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 natural habitat. I had to. They wouldn't have survived. My their one freedom. regret was I could not take down Harriet Tubman. My one regret was I she wasn't was she was too to fast breathe. for me. <laughs> my, one, my one regret is that I was not able to breed the 15-year-old that was in my position. Ew. Uh, Thomas Jefferson is a hero. And I love him for the worst reasons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 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 Anyway, I don't want you that. You made bit. a memorial for Abraham Lincoln. I cannot believe you. <laughs> we the need slayer an of equal, the South. We need an equal amount of Confederate memorials. <laughs> Where, what about Robert E. Lee? <laughs> he like doesn't even talk like that anymore, but he still puts it on when he's in public. Yeah. When I was a boy. 
<laughs> anyway. Anyway. I don't want it to get stale. And the whole Cullen family is like, oh, this again. Here he goes. You know, one of you the see, main criticisms adapted. of this show is that we do bits like this for too long. Granted, <laughs> is that actually a criticism? It's a criticism from Haley. But well, she can go fuck herself. <laughs> fuck you, dude. I didn't ask Haley. I didn't ask you, Haley. Anyway, suck our host's dick. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound that terrible. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, um, now your place, Haley. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, Alex, I think your dishwasher's broken. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm sorry. That, that was a joke. I am joking. <laughs> oh, I'm not. They're going to kick me out here soon. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just seeing if I have any more notes. Um, oh, God. That was a joke for anyone listening. I was fucking joking. Oh, I want to talk about the Volturi a little bit because they. They're pseudo government. Yeah, they kind of show up in this, but like the best guy isn't there. <laughs> I wish they would have um, it's like, hired it's that like one the doctor B-team actor of the Volturi. I, I wish they would have actually hired that one doctor actor though. Which one? Oh, Ken Jeong. The Asian. Yeah, dude. Yeah, from Fuck. Vampire Suck. Dude, I would. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah. Oh my god, it would be like such an admission of like, yeah, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I don't know what it is, but like. It the only explanation I can think of is like they couldn't afford <laughs> the guy that plays Arrow. They had two other fucking blockbuster million dollar movies. Yeah, May, there might have been like a scheduling conflict, but honestly, I don't know what else that guy has been in. So I don't know if there would have been a scheduling conflict. But all I know is I just wish Arrow was in this because mm-hmm. he just elevated the last movie so much. Yeah. And also it would have given us an excuse to break out your uh, your arrow voice that you do when when you're like, Welcome to the vampire club. <laughs> yeah, that's what he looks like. Yeah. Like, like Welcome s- to the Vampire Club. Yeah, like the Saturday you morning. Want to be cur- a vampire? The, the, the skeletor voice. <laughs> Joke's on you, I'm into that shit. <laughs> but no, he just he's such now, a great be careful presence. With that. We might be taken down for how on point that act, that that voice was. Yeah. You don't own the rights to Skeletor. Yeah. Um no, his he has such a a great presence. He just elevates every scene that he's in and it's a shame that he's care. not in this one. I don't care that he probably kills like 3 people a day. Yeah. Like fuck, you're funny. He doesn't only <laughs> drink blood because he needs to to survive. He also does it cuz he likes it. <laughs> he drinks blood by choice. He drank blood before he was a vampire. Yeah. You know how he'll eat a period pussy. You. But you're right. You totally do that. Yeah. It, I, that has to be a kink thing for vampires, right? I I have no idea because it's like not humans real. with breast milk. Yeah. I don't know. I do not know. Um but yeah, the villain that we got in this was like kind of it was like a proxy villain it was the, the fucking yeah. guy that gets turned into a vampire and he's just horrible for no reason like he's he fully made on board like seemingly just because he's promised pussy he, she's like i love you and i'm totally not using you and he's like i believe you yeah <laughs> like for not for a moment should he have believed that she actually liked him like it's pretty obvious that she's just using him 
Yeah, yeah. You see, in a loving relationship, when you fuck up, they don't go like, what the fuck? Yeah. They go, oh, that sucks. We'll figure it out. Me and you together will yeah. work this out. Yeah, they don't say um, you're a tool, a means to an end. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of simps in this movie. Yeah, honestly. It's kind of a main like, theme. Like, I feel like even Edward, being from like a very prestigious household, should have just been like, hey, hey, Bella, I think you should think you should figure some shit out before we get married. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I I don't know if Arrow is in the next one, but I know he's in Breaking Dawn Part 2. So we do have that to look breaking forward to. Breaking Bad. I going to say Breaking He's in Breaking Bad. <laughs> the character <laughs> Arrow, the vampire, is in Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. He goes, He he's using meth to wean himself off of blood. Yeah, that's how they do Apparently, it. Apparently, yeah, vampires could also live off of meth. They just don't know it yet. They just haven't figured that out. Yeah. They just, no one thought to try. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out Florida has a thriving vampire community. Just no one's figured it out because they don't drink blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's Matt Gates. <laughs> Matt Gates is a real life vampire, and that is canon Ex- to this show. I mean, it explains why he likes girls so much younger than he is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the trend with vampires, especially Edward. That's it. So that's the quip I have about that. You know, so I got on that one. The thing is, the thing is, the age gap between Edward and Bella is orders of magnitude larger than the uh, than the age gap between Matt Gates and his victims. Yes, that's not to diminish Matt Gates. That's no. just to say how creepy it is that Edward is yeah. going after this teenage girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I'd say yeah. worst movie ever. This is definitely For, not yes. a highlight of the franchise. No, you know when you were like Gavin, watched the movie. I was, I was like, fuck. It's. It's fun, like it's. It feels like catching up with friends. Like that's the kind of franchise like, this is. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna watch another Twilight movie, I'm gonna have to be crossfaded. I'm sorry. <laughs> then it it gets better from here. Like the first movie going to the third movie, they get progressively worse. But I think it's gonna get progressively better once we get to the last two. When we get to the meat and potatoes of the yeah. When it when shit gets real. Imprinted on my unborn daughter. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. (laughs) And we get to see that horrible, creepy CGI baby that's somehow not as bad as the one they had on set. You know, technically, you can't abort a vampire baby because it's already dead. I wish you could. (laughs) I'm not only pro-choice when it comes to vampires. I am pro-abortion. I, I like how they gave the, abortion by default for that baby I like specifically. Ga- I like how they gave the vampire baby like shimmering blonde normal hair. Yeah. Yeah. More on that later when we get to that movie, which yeah. we will. We will. It will uh. probably be months from now, but we will. <laughs> so anyway, what, what would you say? Best movie ever? Worst movie ever? Better or worse than The Godfather? You know, usually I joke around and say, oh, definitely best movie ever. Uh, I listen, this has broken the fourth wall for me. I, this is shit. It's so bad. Oh my God. It's like, it's not even so bad that it's good. It's so, it's like produced well enough that you would think they would also have like gotten a good writer. This is, 
this is actually probably the first movie that we've reviewed that is not better than the godfather i'd say this is on par with the godfather obviously gonna, i have obviously if it's not uh, better than the godfather it's not going to be better than the emoji have, movie so worse than a, that i have a sniper on your location alex and listen if you don't say that this movie isn't very good i'm gonna have to give up give up give the order look i'm sorry i have to stick with my beliefs okay compared to 8-bit christmas it's there it's not in the same league like 8-bit christmas knocks it out of the park about as hard as a vampire playing baseball okay that's good enough i'll take that yeah so anyway what do you want to watch next week um have you thought about it i haven't we could continue our mcu uh run through or we could start with the halloween movie start a little early oh um fuck well there was a movie i really wanted to watch with you too and i forget what it was um fuck i'll get back to you i i, I promise no you gotta <laughs> say one now because we're not gonna oh, remember God. we are not gonna uh, remember fuck. to pick one uh look around gavin find inspiration <laughs> george um, glass <laughs> South America stormtroopers, <laughs> ring light um, webcam. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, um, fuck, 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 uh, you want to just do another MCU movie? Sure, all right. So, the movies that we have left in phase one are Incredible Hulk and thor i think those are the last two we uh, we need to get to hmm i'll do the hulk all right so 2008's incredible hulk starring edward norton mm-hmm. almost mark ruffalo almost it almost was mark ruffalo man i feel for him that actor that wasn't in this part that was pretty ruffalo <laughs> yeah you look a little roughed up below You think if he was an animal, he would be a, a buffalo, a ruffalo buffalo? <laughs> if he was a kind of chips, he would be ruffles. Oh, wow. That's. And with I that, do you want to get cereal, to recommendations I, of the week? I think if he was a cereal, he would be ruffalos. That's great. It's kind of that's a spinoff of mine, but it's still great. Kind of, it's better than yours, bitch. Wow. <sighs> yeah. If he Should was, if he me? was shoddy at the club, he would get low, 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 ruffle, low. Ruffle got low. Anyway, recommendations of the week. Yeah. Uh, if you have any, add them to the list. Um, I just have a couple this week. So to continue my saga with the Steam Deck, this is probably the last time I'm going to talk about it for a while on the show. But um, I've been playing with my Steam Deck for a few weeks now, and it's good. That's I what like she said. It. The not anything really different, but I bought a dock for it so I can play it on the TV, which is a good experience. It's it's pretty great. The you know the UI and everything translates pretty well to a TV screen. Obviously, um, the performance is still decent. Um, but I bought the uh, the dock from J J J saw J. It's spelled J C Penny J S A U X J J socks J so. I don't know. JC Penny. Um because uh, Valve hasn't released the official Steam Deck dock. Um so that's kind of your best option. 
It's it's forty or fifty dollars depending on which model you buy. I think the difference is like the number of USB ports or something. But you know, it's a good dock. It's it's good for the price. It's basically just a USB hub. So if you want the same experience and you already have a USB C hub with HDMI out, use that. Um, it's it's just a PC. So you, anything that you would use to connect an external display will work. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's good. And I, I, I like that. I can speak to the quality of that specific product. Nice. Nice. Um, and then I have a video recommendation. It's how your TV settings ruin movies. Uh, the channel is, it's, it's from Vox. So, you know, pretty big channel. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, it's basically a breakdown of how your TV settings can like make movies look worse. Basically turn off motion smoothing. If you have it turned on, turn it off if you don't know check but if you have it turned on um it like interpolates frames it like basically your tv produces like fake frames to make the make it look like it's playing at a higher frame rate and it leads to just weird like artifacts and stuff so turn it off and it also goes over like picture settings and whatever or if you really want to piss alex off uh turn it off and then turn it back on oh my God, I would be so angry if you did that. I would be honestly disappointed in you if you did that, dear viewer. Ooh, that's worse than anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't want to see me when I'm angry, but you extra you don't want to see me when I'm disappointed in you, young man. <laughs> what, do you, what, do you think the, what do you think Hulk looks like when he's disappointed? <laughs> he, he's, like, somewhere between Hulk and Banner, and he's just, like... like Got his like head a in his green hands. slender man got his head in his hands and he's just like cannot oh. believe you honestly <laughs> i expected better and you know you've really let me down but he's like in between banner and hulk so he's like you really let hulk down hulk disappointed hulk actually he could, he could say better. you really let me down hmm? he could say you really let me down yeah you you really let hulk down hulk sad you really let me down <laughs> like it works for his cadence and his vocab hulk not smash hulk just disappointed <laughs> <laughs> giving you that dad look like yeah he doesn't have glasses but he puts on a pair of glasses just to look that much more dad like hulk sized glasses yeah <laughs> yeah so they're like the size of a, a tv yeah pretty like each lens yeah yeah. Um. Anyway, do you have any recommendations before we get the Lacroix? Lacroix is tasty. That's it. Yeah. Oh, I might be appearing on Drinking Drinking Frag again. Uh, it's a friend of the show, Jake's podcast. Um. Why did I think you were gonna say Drake and Josh? I'm, I'm gonna be on Drake and Josh. Yeah, as a <laughs> guest yeah. star. I'm gonna. I I actually just found a time machine, and I'm gonna go back to 2005. Yeah. And I'm gonna be yeah. on Drake and Josh. Yeah. No, I might be yeah. on Drinking Frag again. And if you check out that episode, I'm planning on, you know, because the theme is like you have a drink with the show or whatever. Um, I'm going to try a Corona beer for the first time. Make sure you get your vaccination first. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm double vaxxed and boosted. So you don't got to worry about me. But yeah, I've awesome. never had a beer before because it's not really my thing. And um, but 
yeah, I'm going to try a Corona beer, which my understanding is that's like the worst kind, but we got like a, we got six of them for free from our downstairs neighbor because they were running like a carpet cleaner and it was loud. They wanted to say sorry for the noise. Honestly, they probably Aww. just wanted to get rid of their Coronas, which. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't even like packaged. Good. They were like in a, they were loose in a cardboard box. I like that. That's, that's pretty cool. Great. That's how you should get beer. That's how everyone should get beer. Yeah. From their downstairs loose neighbor, in loose in a cardboard box. Just, you know, you know, beer should be given to you like babies, loose in a cardboard box. Yeah. <laughs> Just like how babies are delivered. That's how the stork brings Just them. Just how babies. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, Hulk got to get out of here. Yeah. So do you have any I more gotta... recommendations? This is your last chance. Uh, 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 nope. All right. And with that, Tight. thank you for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked it, thank then you. like it. If you share it, then share it. If you subscribe, then that's awesome. Share the show with a friend. Tweet our episodes. Tweet our clips. Our clips channel is linked in the description. I'm trying to upload more to to that channel. I know I say that a lot. And if Joe Biden, if Joe Biden's listening, which um, I know you, and are. you have, fr- which I know he is, um, you know, you should give the, share this with your friends. Uh, specifically, um, uh, King Charles. Um, yeah, King uh, Charles. If you're listening, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed. Uh, you know, just heads of state, everyone. Yeah. Help us get an international. What if we had like 10 viewers in Europe and they were all the heads of state? <laughs> they were like, we need to know what direction to take our country. Yeah. And Joe Biden shared this podcast. What if we were and... the unofficial national security advisors? <laughs> 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 anyway, anyway, uh, we're uh, this show is on YouTube again. I started uploading there again. So if you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment because that boosts engagement and you know tell us if you liked it if you didn't like it then keep that to yourself all right deal and follow me on social media don't follow gavin anywhere don't do it don't stop it it's honestly you stop it wow and like it's the eighth time that we've told you this we're honestly you keep on trying we're honestly i'm disappointed yeah simps yeah anyway have a good 9 a.m through 9 p.m or official business hours and let's get out of Dodge. Let's, let's, let's leave. get the hell out of here. I quit. My dick's hard.